0: wish they sold these around here no
1: we don't need that here
0: See, but i feel like if i had it here like i wouldn't inhale it when i got it you because... know
1: that's not true that's just
0: <laughs> that's not any food
2: it's
1: patently untrue honey
2: are we are we recording so yet again we could have another episode where you chew into the microphone
1: well, we got to do the cold open, Alex. It's expected. Mm. Ex- that's, that's why I
2: want to know. <laughs> it's
1: expected.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't have further snacks in my pockets this time. No,
2: you got any ice? <laughs>
1: Forgot about is that. Is there
2: ice? Is there ice over here?
1: <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> what do you got there, Bob? <laughs> Nothing.
0: I think there's like one tiny little piece of ice floating in here. Well, you'll find it. <laughs>
1: we'll find it. We'll hear it. Hello.
0: This is
2: Subtle Interference a podcast solely derived from my entertainment. I'm your host, Alex. Here's our other host for today, Erica. Now, special guest. Some people, some people call him big business. Other people have referred to him as bootlicker. And don't worry, those people will make an appearance here shortly, I'm sure. But today, today, Erica, mm. I will refer to him as his proper title, Ultra Bob. Look at you. <laughs> earned on his true ultra marathon, 100 fucking miles. Not these bullshit piddly ultras that he claims to have run. no.
3: True ultra marathon,
2: 100 <laughs> miles, 32 hours, ultra Bob. Ultra Congratulations. In, ultra
1: instinct Bob or just ultra Bob? Ultra Bob. Okay.
2: Oh, thank you. He did take on the power of the gods. We It's unclear
0: <laughs> if it's sustainable or not. Indeed. It, 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 to be clear, it was 101.5. I rem- we were on the tra- we were on the trail. I
1: fucking love that they were like, yeah, you know what? You've done a hundred. You can do one point five more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? How about you go fuck yourself?
0: <laughs> so what
1: happened? I mean, this
0: is this is common in ultra running. Is you know, it's not like running around the track where it's been measured out and planned. Sure, you know, or the big city marathons where. They have it measured to a very exact distance. You know, they, they're like, we're going to run from here to there and back. And, you know, Hopefully that's close enough to th- like, they generally try to make sure it's at least 100 miles. It's usually like a little more and same at the other distances. It's usually at least 50 K or at least 50 miles. It's probably a, a little more.
2: Okay. So. In this scenario, they go back, they figure it out later, oh, you've actually run 101 and change miles. Uh-huh. Let's say you collapsed three feet before the finish line. Mm-hmm. Did you finish the ultra? Because you ran over 100.
0: Well, you, but you didn't finish the race. You You ran 100 miles, sure, but you didn't finish the race. These sick fucks. Weak
2: sauce. That, that'd be enough right there to start a riot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's So, that race I went to um, back in June that I crewed and paced for my buddy Kevin, a few years ago, there was a runner who um, was at 99.5 miles and just collapsed and became completely incoherent, and he was disqualified. (laughs) There was another runner, um, uh, it wasn't the same year, I don't think, but again a couple years ago who was within sight of the finish line and could not actually move his own body so his pacer like held him up and pulled him along to the finish that's a good friend and they disqualified him
2: what you have to cross on your own power yeah what's the rule show me the rule in the rule book damn it <laughs>
1: There's nothing that says dogs can't play basketball.
2: Oh, in that situation, dude, you're like l- literally doing 100 miles or just over, apparently. Um, show me the rule right oh, now. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me, no, that doesn't count because I like was on someone's shoulder for two steps. Show me the fucking rule book.
1: Give me my fucking rule Can
2: uncle. I redo those two two steps? Now, Erica. Well, we're going to spend much time praising Bob. We also must rip on him because it's the podcast. It is
1: what we do. Yes.
2: When he wears the buckle out in public, do you consider killing yourself in that moment?
1: I will tell you this because he did have it on a few times. And I was like, you know what? We're a week out.
2: Uh huh. He can have it.
1: I'm going to be a good wife. Uh-huh. And I'm going to keep all my comments, for the most part, in my head. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I said something a few times.
0: <laughs> it's very pretty.
2: Is that like the Stanley Cup? Can you only touch it once you've won it? <laughs> like Erica goes to touch it, you, you're like, no. No.
0: <laughs> it's
2: my buckle.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> I'm not worried about getting cursed to never finish a 100-miler because mm-hmm. I'm never going to attempt a 100-miler. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Well, maybe if you trained for like a couple months.
1: No, you know what? 12 weeks. 12 weeks. 12 weeks. <laughs> That's <laughs> all you need. I got it. Yeah,
0: right. I, I, so one of the neat things the race director does for this race is the 100-milers, um, he gives you. He actually gives you a belt um when when you do packet pickup and because you know and people who haven't finished one are unless you regularly wear ridiculous buckles you don't have a belt that's compatible with these sure so it's it's a nice thing that he does so i sat there and like I, i held the belt over my waist and they were like yeah i guess that looks good and then but and they were like well you can try it with a buckle and i was like that just seems like bad luck.
1: It's just spitting in the face of the gods. I'm good.
3: Yeah.
0: So Thank I didn't, you. So I didn't do that and then when I went to put the belt on it's too big. Yeah. yeah, it's too it like it barely stays up on the on the last hole. So <laughs> I'm going to have to like punch another hole in that belt.
1: But God damn it. He wore that belt buckle.
2: Oh yes. It would've been funnier if the belt was too tight. And then he's like, "Well, now I have to lose weight."
1: <laughs> that and that's it. That's the that thing. was that the him, thing that, that gets him over the hump.
0: Not gonna, not gonna buy a new belt. Just
1: I, I'm finally, I those final those last couple pounds I wanted to lose. It was because of the buckle.
0: Hmm. Seems legit.
1: No, we were out a few places and he wore it. I don't remember exactly where, but yeah, and I noted it.
2: You were like, you were like, pull, pull the T-shirt down,
1: please. Made made note of it. Oh, we had the t-shirt tucked in. We I know.
2: Well, you got to tuck it in Shirt front. tuck. Bad. Yeah. Not
1: a good look. No one should tuck shirts ever. It just doesn't look good. And, um.
2: <laughs> I agree with that.
1: Yeah. Just be free. Just be unless, comfortable.
2: Unless you're in, like, incredible physical condition. This is
1: true. If you're very if thin you're, If you're Henry
2: Cavill, tuck. you could tuck the shirt sure. in. Sure. Because if you do. You know what happens? If you're Cavill and you don't tuck the shirt in, now you look fat. <laughs> because your upper body is so big.
0: That's what happens. That's fair. Has Henry Cavill run 100 miles? I bet you he could if he wanted to. <laughs>
1: give him 12 weeks. I'll give him, I'll give him, I'll give him 10 weeks. <laughs> well, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. And you
2: have to break the Warhammer addiction. but
1: <laughs> He's got to find a way to do it while you're running. Um, uh, what, was, what was I saying? So what, yeah, no, I noted a few times that it was being worn. And I was like, that's another book I'm going to buy when I get to go to the Red Bookstore in Columbus.
3: But no. I'll, I'll let him have it.
2: All right, so we've, we've done some ripping on Bob. We'll come back and do more. Um, As is our want, Yeah. Yes. Now, when he finished the Erica like, what were you feeling? Was it like, were you proud? What were you feeling? No,
1: oh, I was proud of him. It's something that he's wanted to do for, what, three years now, two, three years now. Is set a goal for yourself. You accomplished it. Yes, of course I'm proud of
2: him. Were you putting it on the gravestone?
1: No. <laughs> How's he going to know? he will be dead I'll know. And? <laughs>
2: don't you want to make me happy?
1: <laughs> with that, well, okay, would that being on Bob's gravestone make you happy? Yeah. Don't lie to me. <laughs> you don't give a shit about that. How dare you? I'm going to get Bob.
2: I'll get out there with a chisel. Don't worry about Got it. Got it. All right?
1: Just wait till I'm dead because it won't fucking matter.
2: Oh, no, I'll do it when you're alive out of pure spite. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That's spites are really strong. Drives us all. (laughs) Spites. Um Spite Store. Well, let's see. I was very happy for you. Um so now I asked you I think it was the day after. Yeah. How you were feeling. If you want to do it again, you know, that sort of thing. And the day after you were kind of feeling like, okay, I'm feeling surprisingly good. Yeah. Right. The feet
0: are destroyed. Yeah, but my feet were absolutely just
1: wrecked. But I will say, comparatively to other races you've run, though, I thought you were going to be like, and I didn't see you the on day. store. I thought you were going to be goo. But when you got home, you were you were not as goo as I thought you would be.
2: But didn't you also get to sleep like sixteen hours at that point or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I because we we stayed the night. Sure. Up in Wisconsin, and...
2: There was some hobbling a around.
1: Oh, a bit.
0: Well, his feet are covered in broken blisters.
2: But not
1: nearly as, like... I feel like you were worse after, like, Christmas in July last year.
0: Christmas in July, I le- legitimately was, like, steps from having to go to the hospital. Because that was...
1: You got home, and you went immediately to bed, and I went in a few times to, like, hold a mirror <laughs> under your nose and be like, yep, still breathing. <laughs> cool. We're, I, still, we're still good.
0: I'm fairly... Fairly certain I was like at like extreme heat exhaustion. That and you slept
1: for like twenty four hours. Yes,
0: yeah. no, I did.
1: Like we left the house a couple times and like came back. It's like hey, he's still out.
2: Yeah. What? Would you say it was as if you started to eat something bad and then you saw the light? <laughs>
0: Spy family reference. Here, okay?
1: Nah. <laughs> did you finish? I have not finished.
0: I f- I'm a failure.
2: He still hasn't seen the best thing all season. The sports stuff. Oh my god,
0: it's so good. Bob. Anyway, I gotta get to it. I know. Um,
1: I so, thought for sure you were gonna get there because we haven't really done anything.
0: I thought so too. Um, I I will say, you know, before we talk more about the race. So, like, we, you know, I went, I did the race, and then we, I came home, and, and then the very the next day we got six in the car. Hours. Yeah, we went to Columbus and then the PA and New Jersey and
1: and then back and we were in the car entirely too much last week. Yeah, so it was like I was like I don't ever want to look at the car ever again. But
0: you were in New Jersey too. We did we did make a stop in New Jersey to see my uncle and aunt. Every time I hear about this
2: trip, <laughs> there's a new destination that's added. First, it was just Columbus. I had only heard about Columbus, and then suddenly Pennsylvania's involved. And now I hear about it again, and now New Jersey's involved. Did you go anywhere else?
1: We did drive through uh, the sliver of West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia, too. (laughs) We didn't stop, but we drove through. Okay. And I think that's it,
2: a There was a layover in Italy.
1: (laughs) We did not stop in Indiana, because I refused to stop in Indiana. No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> going to and coming back from we did not stop we did no. not set foot in Indiana no one wants to be in Indiana no, no. Um, so yeah no it was like and I thought when we got back I'd be like okay let me just sit down and I'll just watch some TV and I just was not in the mood and we, I mean, we got back and the, the lawn was like 7 feet higher mm-hmm. because it was perfect growing weather so I was like, okay, I gotta I better mow the lawn before it gets too high. Because
1: what we got back Sunday night, super late.
0: Yeah, it was after midnight when yeah. we got home.
1: Those last two hours in the fucking car, man. Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about like an existential nightmare <laughs> where you just like just take me now? <laughs> it was the last two hours in the fucking car on the way home from Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> so I was driving the second leg, and. Um, In those, you know, that entire leg, Izzy was kicking Erica's seat.
1: It wasn't even kicking. It was pushing into it. (laughs) So you're sitting there and there are these irregular pushings into your back of your seat.
2: (laughs) Sending a message. Which
1: I'm just like, please stop. (laughs) Please stop. I'm, I'm going insane. And then she would like fall asleep. But then she would wake, kind of wake up and start, like, whine crying. Well,
2: Bob told me there was a lot of, like, yeah, crying while she was asleep.
1: Yeah, because he was like, oh, put, like, Disney Plus on your phone. And I was like, she's, she's asleep. She's just uncomfortable.
2: Well, she's also, like, sitting in a pile of her own shit.
1: We had cleaned it up by then. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Alex about that before, the, uh, before we started recording. How we pulled into that sheets. We were like, oh, let's check her diaper. And I reached in to get her out of the car seat. And it was just like
3: oh, a no. shit
1: festival. <laughs> the joys of parenthood.
0: Well, and you were in that mode of like, I could just see it in your face. Like,
1: okay, we're going to give Erica a little space. Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> you leave me fuck alone. Get me something giant and sugary and caffeine filled. And I'm going to deal with this.
2: Well, and the truth is, look, I mean, 12 hours is a lot in the car for
1: anyone. Oh, for yeah. sure.
2: But a child, it's that's just a long
1: time. And legitimately, well, we were like, we didn't want to have to stop again yeah. and sleep in strange beds because she wasn't doing well in the hotels. Mm. Um, She'd fall asleep eventually, but you'd have to like be in the bed with her and she'd be kicking you the entire time uh-huh. and flopping Maybe around. she is your daughter. Yeah. Mm. It's See, not like even, the, it's different than the Jimmy leg, though. Oh, okay. these are very like deliberate kicks. <laughs> whereas Bob is like asleep, and just like he's not kicking at you. It's just kind of a shudder of the leg. See, I've been a trying, Jimmy, to, if you will. I've
2: been trying to figure out whether or not there, this might be an adoption situation that I just wasn't made aware of, because. I I can
1: assure you it was not an (laughs) adoption situation.
2: (laughs) Because something's going on, though, because she doesn't have Bob's deep love of food that I've seen.
1: She's also three. Give it time. Okay. Give it some time. All right.
2: Could there be another father? (laughs) No. All right. Just got to keep the options open. (laughs) Just trying to figure out what's happening.
1: But yeah, the last, like I would be sitting there and have my arm up and I'd just be putting my hand in my hair and pulling to be like, focus on something so you don't start screaming at your sleeping daughter. <laughs> Cause it just, and I look at him like my back is going to be all fucked up tomorrow.
2: You're like, give me a picture of Cavill, staff <laughs> <laughs> jody jody bakey baity. bakey <laughs> jody jody bakey. Jody bakey jody bakey
1: we, we gotta, it, gotta keep fucking it up we'll just
2: continue to butcher her name
1: it's gonna be so far gone people like in the next hundred episodes have no idea who we're talking about
2: mm, well no one would ever say names incorrectly <laughs>
1: that's not what we do on this show no
2: um so <laughs> you now after the race the day after i believe or maybe it was two days after uh-huh um you know, you were kind of talking like, you know what? I think I could do another 100. Now we're about a week and a half out from that conversation. How are you feeling about it now? Will there be another 100 in Bob's future? <laughs> Don't look at Erica. Look at me. No, we've had this fucking
1: conversation already. Okay, calm down.
2: Calm down. We want this is a, this is a place of openness and honesty.
1: Yeah, don't Bob, look at be, be open and honest.
2: And Bob, look at me. Look at me. Look over here. Stop looking at him like I'm that. Not
1: looking at him he like can anything. see you
2: out of the corner of your eye.
1: Shall I duck under the table? Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be able to get back up yeah, in all honesty.
0: Well, I, think what, I think what I said specifically. Answer like, the question! <laughs> last week <laughs> was like, at the time, I, I, I didn't feel like. <laughs> I didn't feel like okay I have to run another hundred but I also didn't have that feeling of like I can never do this again. I'm never gonna do it again either like I was just kind of like just very happy that I got it done Um, I do think I would like to go back and try to get under 30 hours Mm -hmm. at some point Um, I don't have to do that anytime soon though like I'm not like I don't. I don't. I'm not looking at the calendar and saying, oh, no, I got, I want to try and get that done before the end of the year or even next year. Like, whenever I get back to it and it can fit in our schedule and, um, you know, it's something we can swing, cool. So it's kind of weird because I have, right now, I have other goals that I'd really like to work towards. I'd like to do a sub four marathon and a sub 10 50 miler. Okay. So, um, and if you're able to do those, that probably works
3: I mean, towards that's
1: the kind goal, of in service of right
2: doing the hundred shorter right. Any other goals? No, would you like to, no. you know what as a sidebar uh-huh. now that I'm thinking about it, would you like to give the people an update on the dishwasher saga? <laughs> We talked about that last time.
0: <laughs> okay. So. We got the replacement part. Uh-huh. Put it in. Mm-hmm. Seemed to work. But when I turned it on, I noticed that there was... It, it was like pouring water out of the front of the dishwasher. W- completely... Different part from the part I was working on
1: because it's not draining.
0: Well, that's I'll get to that. So I ordered, like, I looked at the part list and I said, okay, there's a the only thing this could be is a gasket. So I ordered the gasket, which cost 15 bucks, like a tiny little rubber ring, you know, which was like seven dollars and then eight dollars for shipping.
2: If you had someone come install it, it'd be 500 for them to do
0: the work. Yeah. So, you know, I ordered the part and I said, okay, I'll, I'll put that in. If that, if that doesn't remedy the situation, then that's it. We're not going to go any further. Because, exactly, like, if you bring in a skilled tradesman to work on it, will they get it fixed? Probably, but I'll also probably pay more than I would just to replace it. You know, and I'm pretty good at estimating how much skilled labor is going to cost, and like just knowing what had to be done, we we would definitely have bust that number. Um, so I'm glad I attempted to fix it, but so I, I replaced that gasket.
2: Well, because the parts didn't really cost you that much at the end of the day. No, I mean for, I mean, for what they are, it's ridiculous their cost. I but- mean,
0: in total. $45, maybe 50 yeah. in, in in park cost. And so, you know, I replaced that. I put it down. It looked like it worked. Um, then I'm letting it run for a while. I look under, and there's a tiny minor leak coming out of where the ones where I did do the, the original work. I'm like, okay, I can probably fix that. But then what really sealed the deal was we, we ran the cycle and it just won't drain completely. And we can't, like there was, I remember the first time we did it, like I was able to get it to drain by putting it in a reset cycle, like the reset cycle won't work. So whatever's screwed up, I don't know if it's a motor or the electronics
1: we're at a point where it's just... It's, yeah,
0: now it's... it's we've we done what we can. Yeah.
1: And if we have somebody come out and fix it, like you said, it's just going to be too expensive. We may as well just buy a new one.
2: Now, are there any goals for this new dishwasher? What should it be able to do? I know Bob wants like the... What is it? Like the utensil rack?
1: He wants the utensil rack.
2: Uh-huh. Yes.
1: I just need it to be a GE so it matches all of the other appliances.
2: Okay oh bob doesn't like being constrained
1: well too bad you're constrained
0: <laughs> sorry bro i mean i went to best buy i looked at all the dishwashers and the ge's were my least favorite well, that's, that's a shame. of all of them
2: <laughs> that's a problem i
0: mean it just it's a, it's a stainless steel front it doesn't it maybe has a tiny logo
2: are they all stainless
1: steel
0: most of them I need get it to students. match with the rest of the appliances or else doesn't... we're getting all new appliances oh, it needs to
1: be a GE okay. <laughs> that's just that's, why does it have to be because I don't want something that doesn't match with the other appliances I would like them all to match
2: the threats are being
0: see this is really. this is how they get you because they they get you with like oh you gotta have all the same brand and then like they're like well we'll just make shitty dishwashers and people will buy it, it anyway why
1: is the dishwasher shitty <laughs> does it wash the dishes does it have the third rack? Does it have the third rack? Does it have the third <laughs> it rack? Does have the third <laughs> okay, that was like your one requirement, and you're like coming just from hearing about that. We're in, amazing.
0: <laughs> you, the problem with, with any the, reviews are they reviews the, of dishwashers? It, um, there are reviews, of course, but oh, the GE's the worst. I don't know. I haven't really looked. All I know is. Because he was like,
1: I don't like these. So I'm not going to look at it. Even though I know my wife wants them all to
0: match. The middle rack has these, like, these, this row of, like, it's other row of jets that's, like, special for, like, cups or bottles or something. And it just looks like something that will break. I don't like that.
1: Well, that's a
3: shame. (laughs) I
0: mean, we're going to go look. Together.
1: <laughs> you were flashing your stupid Apple Watch right into my eyes. <laughs> Kindly stop. <laughs> yeah, Alex, we're going to go look and then we're going to end up with a GE dishwasher. That's what's going to end up happening. So,
2: Would you like me to do any research? Like, Would you like to know which is the best GE? I mean,
1: if you would like to do some research, Alex.
2: What's the price range? Eh. Under a thousand. Is that a good price for dishwashers? Yeah, I think so. Now here's the question.
1: You can get a shit house dishwasher for like five hundred, right?
2: Yeah. Well here's this is the question. This is what we need to know, Erica. Yes. Because we don't want future problems, right? So if you spend under a thousand, like say you spend eight hundred, nine hundred, something like that. Sure. Are you gonna end up with like a dishwasher missing the dishwasher version of say a hundred pixels or something? Or if you spend, like, $1,200, are you going to end up with, like, the dishwasher that's going to last a really long this time? Is, this is the thing, though. And like, get the dishes completely clean. You know what we're doing? We're putting, a putting Total Blacks. We're putting,
1: we're putting d- the dishes into a fucking box to get it to clean. Ultimately, uh-huh. my only requirement... That is that it matches clean. the rest of my appliances. <laughs> and not if that they it, get clean. If it does the job... <laughs> no, if it does the job it is meant to do mm-hmm. and matches the rest of my appliances...
0: See, there's two requirements. I don't, Did you see what the top requirement
2: I don't
1: was? fucking care.
2: Number one, matches. Number two, <laughs> hopefully cleans dishes. <laughs>
1: Aesthetics, Alex. I Aesthetics mean, are very important.
0: I mean, if we're being honest, I think with every dishwasher anymore, I mean... Hopefully it cleans the dishes
1: because well, you they do, all hey, you have to do your little rinsey rinse. They first. all got this. It's got the sensor. No, it's got, there's no. no sensor. You got to rinse it first. Put it in 30. Nah.
0: Well, and here's something I, I, I like the big thing, big thing with dishwasher. Oh, they're so quiet. I don't care if it's quiet. I don't want it to run for three hours. I want to be able to do a load of dishes like after dinner when we have a party and the dishwasher is done by the time dessert plates are ready.
1: So Bob is okay with it sounding like a jetliner going through the kitchen.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to actually hear your desk.
0: <laughs> do you? I, all I'm saying is, like, they're, they're talking about, like, ooh, 49 decibels and versus, like, the, the louder ones are, like, 57 decibels. Like, is that? Can you tell the difference? I don't know. I don't
2: know.
1: I also I don't care about the noise. <laughs> Clean the dishes, match the rest of my appliances.
2: Oh, so now the priorities have
1: changed. <laughs> I mean they're basically like right up, like right on the same level. Okay. Look, okay. we all know exactly what's gonna happen. Alex Erica's gonna get what she wants. I'm gonna get what I want.
2: <laughs> and then Bob's gonna be salty about it.
1: Bob's gonna be salty about it all he wants. He's I I,
3: salty. I
0: you know, I, I found out something today, Alex. That you're Erica's bitch? there's <laughs> you know we're we're i'm not hearing a no we're we're going you know we're we're already buying a dishwasher and we
1: kind of hate the refrigerator oh alex knows about that already <laughs> oh really yeah we talked about that already Uh
3: mm-hmm. hmm.
1: yeah i have side conversations mm-hmm. as well
3: <laughs> interesting
1: <laughs> the fridge sucks you know it, I know it Let's not deny the fact that the fridge sucks
2: but It matches
1: It does match
2: That's number one <laughs> What if the other fridges don't match
1: Well if it's a GE fridge it'll match And
2: by not What well, if the G- well, fridges uh, oh, okay, are we, different We, we also have to, to talk like. about
0: what's matching Because is it just matching Because it has a GE badge on it Yeah It could Hold have on, completely different styles yeah,
2: you're, you're um your microwave is isn't silver, is it? Dude, dude, yes it is. Oh, I thought
1: it was They're black. They're all stainless or steel. Reason. Oh, okay. If it was black, we would have a new microwave. <laughs> Friend, Friendo. I don't know how you're getting it out <laughs> to change it. Um,
0: I have an idea. We uh-huh. could get the new refrigerator if we also get a treadmill. or maybe an air fryer
1: how many races have you have you run this year that i have not said word one about Mm, uh how many where are we at
2: this is the part of the podcast people don't
1: like (laughs) i didn't say we had to buy a new fridge i just said the fridge sucked i'm just putting that idea out there what would
2: you like in a new
1: fridge I would like the refrigerator to be refrigerator temperatures and not freezer <laughs> temperatures. That would be nice. That's a good I don't start. like going into it, and pulling something out and having it be frozen. That kind that's, of sucks. That's a good starting point. Um, I would like ice on the door. Uh-huh. Uh, I would like the lower freezer not to always have condensation on it as if it is not closing properly and not freezing properly. Uh, I'd like it to work. How's that? but nice it better sun... be stainless steel well that's not even a conversation yes
2: there's a lot of needs this is like this is like i'm I a needy live...
3: person out
2: this is like i need a certain type of house needs to be in this neighborhood needs to be on this street it needs to be in perfect move-in condition you need everything erica is there anything I, yes. you don't need in the fridge
1: in the fridge yeah I'm trying to think if there's any other requirements for the fridge.
2: Now, you want ice on the door. Does it have to be water on the
1: door? I would prefer water on the door as well. Prefer. I think if you have ice on the door, you will also have water on the door. Uh, Well, that seems likely, but I don't know about the fridge game. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at fridges in a while. I have done no research. All I said was that our fridge kind of sucks.
2: If you want to buy (laughs) something, maybe you should do some research. Well, we're going to go do a little research when we
1: go and look at uh, uh, dishwashers. Hmm. I can go look at fridges, too.
2: All right. If you need anyone to be there and, you know, just rile you two up, I'm available.
1: I think we'll be fine. Thank you.
0: I mean, Best Buy is always a fun time. <laughs> uh, what, type of, what I just
1: you... flash back to when we were there that one time and uh, that dude just yeah, started looming over us. Yeah. I'm
0: trying to remember why I had to send you two. You we
1: went for an SSD card or something. I can't remember why I didn't go. I don't know because we wouldn't like it must have been pre-pandemic oh yeah yeah.
0: it's a long time ago
1: yeah so no baby unless you were in the middle of something and you were like you guys go i have no idea
2: maybe maybe this was around the time the bad knee went out
1: you just couldn't move
2: (laughs) it could have been stuck at home if you think about how long ago it was it might have been the bad knee
1: but we were like standing in this aisle and you were like (laughs) bent down looking at something and this motherfucker phantoms out of nowhere Stands, like, inches from Alex's back, and is, like, whispering at us.
2: Yeah, he was definitely doing some weird hitting on you. It was, it was was weird. that what was happening? It was something weird was going I on. I have
1: no barometer for that at all, because I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. Why are you talking to me? Is my yeah, automatic, like...
2: Yeah, it was like some guy with no social skills. Did you think
1: it was a thing where maybe he didn't notice you, and he was like, here's a girl standing near some computer things... Let me go in and like impress her with my knowledge. Cost her, yeah. And then you stood up and you like, you completely fucked up his stees.
2: Could have been, could have been. Now, Bob, uh, the air fryer. Yeah. What do you want in an air fryer?
1: A Uh. stove with convection, which is an air fryer. No, 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 no! no. (laughs) I will not be silenced about air frying. That's not a thing. It's an oven. Just put it in your oven. They're tricking you into buying another appliance that you don't need because you already have one because air frying is not a thing.
2: Let me ask you a question, Erica. (laughs) Let me give you
1: an answer, Alex.
2: Have you ever entered your garage? (laughs)
1: Have Have you ever entered my garage? Yeah.
2: Have you ever gone in your garage? Have you noticed that your husband likes to buy things? Yes, I have noticed that. (laughs) Okay.
1: I I also, unfortunately, have that affliction. (laughs) (laughs) see but he
2: likes big purchases
0: see here's the thing
1: as long I, no, i'm gonna tell you <laughs> something right now as long as i draw breath there will not be an air fryer in this fucking house
0: but here's the argument is that air fryers use a lot less energy to cook smaller portions why do you
1: fucking care about that he cares about the Earth, Erica. erica's like you Eric like, don't care about you know if you know if you care about environment. the environment, you turn a light off when you left a room. <laughs> boom, hey, boom. Hey, yeah, I've been better about that. Oh, not today though. I'm gone for a long time today, and that office light was just on <laughs> with the door closed. <laughs> In the middle of the day, the lights peeking out from under yep. the door,
2: just, just, just
0: roasting you,
1: taunting me. <laughs> so I don't believe you give a shit about the environment when you start turning off lights when you leave a room.
0: Hey, my inability to turn <laughs> off lights is part of a disability.
3: So, oh, oh there it is. Oh.
1: There it is. That train's never late. Turn the fucking lights on.
0: this is discrimination
3: (laughs) shut the fuck up
2: wow that's so much sympathy you're showing erica i knew you had a kind heart (laughs) now let me ask you a question because i'm still waiting to get you to make the homemade hooters wings would the air fryer help with
1: that no Didn't we do homemade Hooters Wings before? No,
2: I'm no, I'm talking about you go buy the bag. There's like a bag you can buy with the um with the breading.
1: Oh, we just did the sauce, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. You need the then we need the sauce as well. Oh, obviously. And but I'm gonna get you to do it, so if it's bad I have someone to blame. A
1: thousand percent. Hey. I want to oh. talk about something. Sure. Mm-hmm. We get the blood angried up, let's just keep going. What do you got?
2: The Witcher. Let's go. Season three, Mm -hmm. episodes six, seven, and eight. I'm going to preface this with saying, I think these episodes were a lot better than the first five. Really? The first five.
3: That's surprising.
2: They were just so boring. They're just so boring. I disagree.
1: Nothing happened.
2: They were so boring disagree the cinematography but was awful i
1: don't know where you're fucking getting that from but whatever <laughs> bob bob is divorced from this conversation because he has only watched two episodes uh,
2: Bob, the cinematography
0: something looked off okay
1: not definitely getting a fridge on saturday <laughs> <laughs> so so
2: i think i don't know what happened when they took this miraculous break that i'm sure didn't actually interrupt filming you know when they were actually making it but Something happened because No, they this, did
1: say when they they were not told while making it that there would be they would be split into two volumes. Okay, well But anyway, go there ahead. was some
2: sort of divine intervention because the cinematography was better, all the sets didn't have like a cheap sci fi channel look. Um I like, honestly
1: have no idea why you think I mean everybody has their opinion, but no, your opinion is wrong. No, I'm right. No, incorrect.
2: <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Moving on from the state of being so correct <laughs> and yet um, so wrong. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I, you know, it's like I'm not gonna say that they were like great episodes or anything. I think they were fine. Sure, I am. It's like it's like okay, you're watching them. It's like, well, this is the end of Cavill, huh? Like you just kind of. It's like it's weird because there's not gonna be a. Well, here's no the sort thing. of clean break I or have anything.
1: seen a lot of people be like well they said they were gonna it's they he didn't they didn't find out he was leaving until well after filming
2: no no I mean I get that it's just it is weird to think like oh we're just gonna like the next season' is gonna start and suddenly it'll be the least time's worth
1: it's going to be jarring for sure
2: I'm just looking forward to if they're I'm wondering if there's going to be any sort of in universe explanation or if we're just continuing on i'm gonna tell you this right now i don't
1: i don't want it addressed i don't want it in universe sex explanation i I know they have said that there's and i think i know what they're alluding to because in the books there's some stuff in like the far future of people like looking back and like talking about like the myth of like the witcher uh spoilers for the books i guess and I, in theory, you can kind of play with that. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want it addressed. It's a new. Dude. I think it'd be
2: better not to.
1: Let's just let's just, just go. go. Let's just go. We all yeah, know. Everybody it's... in the universe knows, except your boomer parents, because they don't fucking care. They're gonna watch either way. It just it is what it is, and let's just go.
2: Well, I do think if you, it would be funny if you don't know, right? Like you watch The Witcher, but you have no idea anything that's happening around it, and suddenly you start up the next season, and it's like. Wait, are we following a different Witcher now? What is going on? Like, oh wait, that's Geralt? I will bet
1: you a thousand dollars. see what she did there. That there are going to be boomer parents who do not realize.
2: I think they'll know it's a different person. They might think
1: something's off.
2: Isn't he like much younger? I mean, well, what's Cavill?
1: Be... Cavill's like forty. I feel like I feel. And like Liam's like thirty-two is or something. He's a little yeah. bit of a baby
2: okay so he's gonna look younger unless they age him up
1: i know we'll see they don't do that on that show because there were supposed to be like 20 years passed between the first episode of season or no, the second episode of season one and the sixth episode and they did nothing to age yaskir up because they were like we kind of forgot which is like the greatest thing in the history of the universe
2: well i was gonna ask so uh, i
1: questions.
2: what's going on bob you got something give got me something some questions there? You're just leaning in like you No, this is
1: just funny because every time he has a very specific way of asking me questions about the Witcher and I will know that he's going to ask me something about the Witcher, depending on the cadence of his voice.
2: Okay. (laughs) and it tickles Um, me to no end. But anyway, so just if anyone's listening to this and they're trying to wonder why the fuck I'm asking a stupid question, I've only played the Witcher 3. I didn't play one and two. Mm-hmm. I didn't read any of the books. Sure. So my base of knowledge on the Witcher franchise is just the Witcher 3. And I understand the video games didn't like follow the books beat by beat either.
1: Well, the video games take place after the books.
2: Okay. Um, it's like
1: 10 years after the end of the last book. So they don't all, really cover- All of
2: them or just three? All of them okay
1: i haven't played one and two i've only played three but it's my understanding that they take place 10 years after the end of lady of the lake
2: okay so my question is because if you are playing the video games like yennefer is still okay
1: you're you're looking at me like what what (laughs) lady of the lake that's the name of it the lady of the lake yeah
0: Cause I I I my
1: handle is Lady Near the Lake and I've had that for longer than I knew about it.
0: No no no. Yes. No, I I just I have a vague idea of what happens at the end of the Witcher arc. Mm-hmm. Thank you Wikipedia, and that name is.
1: I'll tell you something right now. Interesting. That, that article does nothing for that book because <laughs> I read that first two and I was like I'm never reading this shit, but then I ended up reading them and I was like Wow that did. Nothing to help anybody. Movie God. Alex, your so, question.
2: Okay. So in, in the games... Yes. I mean, and, and probably just because it's a game and we want the female characters to be hot and everything. But, like, Yennefer and Triss still appear to be very young. Is that... They look young. Is that just the... Like changed your appearance through magic shenanigans so you always look young so
1: it's brought up in the books that for the sorceresses they uh, go through that and i think they in the first season you see yennefer has that kind of uh, transformation right everybody kind of has that at least the sorceresses do because they find that at least in the books they explain this and if i'm remembering correctly because it's been a minute since i've read them the uh, uh, dudes are allowed to age and get a little bit more like, oh, look how old and wise I am. But the women, they're like, you guys need to look young. So, because that's the only way anybody will take you seriously.
2: And you want the kings to be like, oh, you're hot. Basically. Okay. Um. huh. I was trying to, so, okay, so we have the thing where, oh my god, I can't remember her name. Who's, like, the leader of the Taseya. Taseya, yeah, 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 She does the whole thing, okay, now this is spoilers, if you care Well, about
1: we're these. going to be talking about very spoilery, we'll just say, the entire season three of The Witcher. We already talked sure. about the first volume, but we're talking spoilers for season yeah, three. So, we haven't so if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, if you care. Skip ahead, if you care, right, if you don't i know sass has already seen the episode so okay. we're good
2: um so you know to does like her big uh constant endless lightning strike that clearly like fucks her up drains the life out of her body and her hair goes gray and everything like so is that i, I mean it's like i'm just trying to think of like the in-universe reasons here like because she's staying constantly young but yet what she uses guess all this power is and is because we... we're
1: doing it's it's a language of cinema thing and they feel that they had to show a in d- some way just how much she she gave to that okay. spell would be wow. my my guess
2: okay so is that something that's like not described in the books then
1: that i don't recall if that's described in the books like i said it's been a minute and I did mean to read Time of Contempt before the show uh, came out, but I didn't get to it because my to-be-read pile is here's, enormous. Here's
2: another question I have because, and I, again, I don't know like if this is like book stuff or whatever. There's this whole thing that they keep going back to in this show. And it's about like how fire magic is like inherently evil or something.
1: It's not that and it's inherently evil. it. it Costs something.
2: Okay. Because I don't remember this in the video games being a thing.
1: No, I don't think it is.
2: Is it in the books? And I'm not
1: sure that it, it might be a bit in the books. Because the stuff at Sodden Hill in the first season happens kind of off screen in in the books. And it does take a lot out of Viennifer. Like she's blind for a while. She's very weak for a while until she kind of. Mm-hmm. Sorry, honey. Until she comes, like, comes back. Like they didn't in the books. She doesn't lose her powers like she did in the second season, which was stupid and they shouldn't have done. But um, I yeah, I I want to say it's a thing in the books, but I'd have to look into it and see if that's that's correct or not. They're making they make it into a bigger thing on the show. Yeah but it might be a thing in the books.
2: Who is the who's the old um, the old sorcerer? Shruggebore? Yeah, Shruggebore, yeah. yeah. The racist asshole. Yeah, he finally gets stabbed. It's <laughs> he, funny.
1: He gets his moment, but it's like, wow, you're a piece of shit still. It is funny
2: <laughs> because it's like, oh, I'm taking one for the team. I'm going to make this big sacrifice for all of you, but on the way out, I'm saying some more racist I'm gonna shit. I'm going to say
1: some real racist shit. What does he call them, mongrels or whatever?
2: Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, it's like, a so it was just kind of funny, and I'm assuming—I guess we're just to assume he's dead.
1: That would be my assumption. I was sad he didn't get ganked by Geralt, but he was a little busy doing other shit that episode. What did uh, you think of that fight?
2: I mean, I—I I enjoyed the whole, you know, the whole fight. Uh, are you talking about just the fight between?
1: I mean, we can talk about everything at Aratuza, but I was specifically talking about Geralt v. Uh, uh, Vigelfortz.
2: Well, I mean, he got bodied,
1: you know. Oh, no, like, he gets the shit kicked yeah, out of Vigelfortz him. Yeah, Viggelforts is just playing
2: with him the whole time.
1: Which is kind of great, because it's like the entire series, except for, I think it's the Striga episode, um, and that's just kind of because he's not paying attention. You you really don't see him get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know, he might get, like, a little beat up here and there, but he's never really lost. Well, see, this is the thing, and it's, like,
2: it's just one of those things about uh, this sort of medium or genre in general. And it's, like, I know in the video games, for example, you know, the mages are very prosecuted or persecuted, and there's only, you know, not that many of them left, right? There are a lot of different kingdoms are after them, Mm -hmm. but it is kind of funny to me that these people who are so powerful get into fights and get killed so easily. (laughs) Like, like, there's the big fight at Mm Aratuza and right out of the gate they're like, oh, look at our big shield. But then, ooh, they've got the arrowheads that pierce the shield. So like, half of them are dead right out of the first valley. It's like, has anyone ever fought you guys and used any strategies before? No, like,
1: that's the thing. Not like really. I like saw,
2: but a bunch of them died at that, the battle of uh what is Sodden? Sodden Hill. Yeah. I mean, it's like they were got, they were getting beat up there too. They were going to lose. till Yennefer like just massacres everyone. But
0: I mean, it's, uh, it's
2: like, why are you guys so bad at this? like are you just so overconfident that you were just like no one's ever going to possibly attack 50 of us yes and then 50 of you get attacked that's kind of smuked. part
1: of it though is the hubris of it all
2: yeah i mean that makes sense
1: like um, we're in our our seat of power no one everything it's gonna be summer forever alex everything's gonna be great
3: yeah yeah no.
2: so no i mean it's like i thought that and that's what i mean it's like I thought a lot of the CG work and just the sets and everything looked way better, like, in that episode than they even did one episode previous. So it was weird.
1: You could tell, I will say, that that sixth episode is where they spent a lot of their money Oh,
2: yeah, for that's season. where all the budget went.
1: But that was, that's really kind of the, um, that's the big moment in that, uh, the Time of Contempt book. And mm. that's really kind of the turn for the book series. That's where everything really kind of goes to shit. Yes.
0: I was just thinking, you know, Alex, I've just been thinking about your cinematography comment, right? What if the problem was that...
1: I cannot wait to see what comes out of your face.
0: (laughs) The good camera guys were busy, or they were sick. So they got, like, the camera crew from, like, two and a half men for those first... Couple of episodes. Mm.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look at the credits, but there probably was different directors on different episodes.
1: You're a funny guy, Bob. <laughs> You're a real funny guy. There like are different directors. Yes, I think it each. Um, director and that can be. And that can be a part of it. Did oh sure. Did I still don't think that cinematography was bad, but whatever. Um, Almost got her. Um. I think it was the same director. They did them in batches of two. Okay. It just kind of looked like
0: it had that soap opera effect a little bit. There's something going on. You know,
1: I, I don't know what either of you are talking about. So <laughs> I completely disagree. I thought it looked gorgeous. Um. No, I
2: mean, it's like, it's funny because I sent you that article, <laughs> uh, whatever it was last week or something about the one producer on the Witcher bitching that Americans are stupid and I will um,
1: tell you I went and I found his comments and he wasn't that's not quite what he's saying. He was saying like in American television and he's not wrong. In adaptations you do have to kind of simplify things.
2: No, I didn't and that's the funny thing when I read it, I didn't think he was necessarily wrong. I just think it comes off as very sour grapesy. Like, like, I don't know. It seems to me <clears throat> viewership must be down. I mean, it seems like it's down just based on like, cause we don't know ever know Netflix's numbers or anything, but just the word of mouth doesn't seem to be there about the show. And
1: well, I will say when you're running online, cause it's still one of the top watched shows on the, on Netflix. So it's not like it's suddenly like not pulling any viewers. And here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and and defend our corporate overlords over at Netflix. I enjoy. While we're here. But While we're here. I enjoy the show, obviously. Um, I forget what I was going to say. I'm gone.
0: Big business, Erica.
1: Joey (laughs) came running across my my mind. And yeah, now I forgot. How How often does that happen? A lot.
0: All I was going to say is, is, I'm
2: guessing.
1: Oh, the sour grapes of it all. It's it's just there's this narrative out there because of the Henry of it all and the yeah. oh they don't like the source material and da, 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 da. that it's just it, I don't like that there's this like and maybe because I am perpetually online I just kind of see it more there is this sort of just this this bad faith take on the show as a whole that annoys me
2: well, you know, I, I wasn't really... Because I haven't really read anything about the show, right? Because I'm not... You're I'm not behind. there. It's not your I'm, thing. I'm behind, so I wouldn't want to read spoilers. Sure. Even though I kind of generally know what happens because of The Witcher 3. But, because, um, <clears throat> you know, it's like I don't see things, but there's a lot of references back to them. Sure, But But sure. um, it's like I knew, uh, I knew you know, obviously it's like, you know, uh, what's Forts or whatever, or, which is the bad guy. Yeah, Forts. Yeah, it's like you knew he's turning. I mean, you knew in, like, whatever it was, a season one when he kills the mage randomly. Yeah. Which I still don't understand that scene because he just randomly kills that mage just for fun, basically, to then turn on them, like, months later. Like, what was the point of killing that one mage?
1: Again, I think it's kind of a—and I don't necessarily agree with the way that they did it. I just think it's a language of cinema thing. They're just trying to show you this guy isn't, like— well, necessarily on the up and up,
2: sure. But then it's like,
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> but it doesn't really come. to anything. why
2: not do more him manipulating things behind the scenes along the way? Then I don't know. Like
1: I it, had this conversation earlier, not just about this, but just about streaming stuff in general. Is that you have you have eight episodes, you have what forty five minutes to an hour for each episode. Well, so they do yeah. cut like just the, you, there's only so much you can do.
2: Well, I'm just saying from the perspective of... I mean, honestly, that was so long ago. You almost could not blame people if they just forgot. Oh, I don't. Because I think the
1: time between seasons is insane.
2: I think that was the... Was that maybe the last episode or the second to last episode of season one? It might have even been the last episode. And then we go all the way to the sixth episode of season three. So there's like, you know... 18 episodes in there maybe where Vigilfortz is just kind of portrayed as being this nice guy who's like trying to have um, what's her name's back? Just to say a DeFreeze yeah or whatever you say her name. DeFreeze, um, you, you were there. Um, it's all right. And then he just suddenly turns you. You know and it's like I expected it because I can remember what happened. Like this is the thing I can't remember anyone's name <laughs> and I really can't remember Who anyone's aligned with but I'm the stupid American that he was talking about but um I remember him like just randomly killing that mage for fun
1: but I do think it's a problem with just it's a greater problem with the the streaming in general is you have these short seasons and then you have to wait years between seasons Mm -hmm. so unless you have the brain rot like I do and this is all that you watch and you're gonna oh I'm gonna watch it again before the third season comes out. You're not gonna remember. So. And that
2: and that's another thing is I'm <clears> forgetting <throat> things just because it's been so long. And I watched the first season twice just because I was watching it with someone else to catch them up. And but I only watched the second season once. You watched, watched the...
1: recently ish, right?
2: No. No, I no. thought you
1: watched like this year.
2: No, a long time ago. Really? It was more than yeah. It was a couple years ago. I feel um, like we were just
1: talking about this.
2: So. All right. I don't you know it's like I don't really remember a lot of what happened in season 1 and 2. And
1: I mean and I don't blame you for that cuz it's it's been season 1 was 2019. Yeah, so you're so talking kinda, almost 4 years ago. You know, when I, I was
0: kind of texting go ahead, Bob. I don't remember what happened in the two episodes I've watched of this season. <laughs> to be
1: fair, we all know how you watch television. <laughs> wow.
2: Wow. Shots fired. It's just the truth. Hurtful.
1: Was, it your chew- was
2: he chewing ice during those episodes, too?
1: I mean, that's just how we watch this TV. Okay. Giant bowl of ice. <laughs> Phone here and just... <laughs> she's,
2: she's not wrong.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I got to watch the first two episodes again, and I found them delightful. There's
0: oh, a yeah. lot of discrimination you going on a, here.
2: You seem very defensive, Erica. I like it. No, so this is what I was saying is mm-hmm. I, what I've seen isn't, you know, people bagging on it or saying it was great or anything. I've just noticed in the things that, in the places I peruse, there's just a general lack of interest. Like, as if no one's watching it. And this is the, these are the same places where, you know, season one there would have been a, you know, 200 page thread. sure. And sure. now there's like five pages and it's like wow that's a fall off i mean know? i
1: will say in regards to just thick production which is how i monitor these things mm. uh the kind of new ship from this season has not had nearly as much thick as i mean i would like but it's still not the predominant ship which is still yes gary gerald or Geralt sure. and yennefer so you wouldn't expect there to be that much but production has been slow
2: what about like yennefer and tris
1: oh that's out there too okay I'm Some might thing. call that a rare pair because you don't get a lot of that, and yeah. they don't interact a lot on screen. They
2: don't. They never seem happy with each other either, generally. No. Sometimes. Um,
1: but a lot I, bitchier in the books. It's great. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I I just when I was dear reading, friend. dear friend. when I was reading that producer's comments, to me, like reading between the lines, it's like, oh, he's probably getting shit down the from up the line that maybe the viewership isn't what it once was and then you've got the as you like to say cavil of it all mixed in and i'm sure there's a lot of stress right now
1: oh i'm sure that there is
2: and you know then people are watching it and maybe they're not like over the moon like they were about season one you know, you're still trying to recover from whatever season two. I can't remember it, so I don't even know what people weren't happy with. I
1: do, because it went pretty far off of the books. And the stuff with Yennefer was kind of like, what are we doing?
2: Well, she just didn't have her powers like the whole freaking season.
1: And that's an annoying trope. And that doesn't yeah. happen in the books. And it's just kind of like, what are we? And if it was in service of something a little more interesting, I think it would have been fine. But it kind of wasn't.
2: Well, and we, we've talked about this before. You know, you and I were talking about the Halo TV show earlier. But you you get this thing, and it happens in everything, where some team of writers comes in for a TV show or movies, some sort of adaptation, and they say, I'm smarter than this guy. You know the guy who wrote the thing that's super popular and everyone loves I'm smarter than that guy, and I'm going to put my stamp on it, and I'm going to change things, and people are going to like
1: it. I'm not. And a...
2: that basically never works.
1: Well, and what I wonder, because I really did feel like, as a, a book enjoyer and even uh, to a because they're not adapting the games, I love the The Witcher 3, I felt that this was a course correction versus last season. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this season. To me, it's probably the best one they've done so far personally i don't know
2: it's been so long that i can't no no no, no remember, yeah, yeah so but
1: i really enjoyed it i liked, and it's i don't want a one-for-one adaptation because if it was one-for-one i'll just read the fucking books again i like to see like how do you interpret this how are you gonna like do this scene what are you gonna include and for the most part i thought and i'm trying to think if there was anything in the book that i was kind of like oh they didn't do that that's a little disappointing but in this one they kind of touched everything i wanted them to touch on mm-hmm. and gave me a little bit more that i didn't even know that i wanted which thank you um
2: yeah i mean i was it was funny because i was texting you so what happens uh bob just to give you like a quick summary is uh siri interacts with some sort of crystal i don't even know what the crystal is what was that
1: it's those monoliths that are okay. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which aren't really in the books. That's kind of a show thing. Okay. Which they kind of went hard on with season two and have, have tried to pull back a little bit because it's like, what is this? It doesn't make a lot of sense. But something similar does happen in the book where she goes to the tower uh, and is launched from there but it's not a monolith
2: okay so i will say that
1: that in there with the words coming out that looked cheap but anyway
2: so there's this monolith crystal big crystal big black black crystal thing she interacts with it in some way she's having a one-sided conversation with Mm -hmm. it and then like some magical portal opens up and she gets thrown through it and now she's in the desert and the next episode, we're like 15 minutes in. And so far, the whole episode has only been Siri whining and yelling for like 15 minutes.
1: There's a part at the beginning with Yasker and Radovid that he's not talking
2: about. But that was okay. like 30 seconds, but sure. So that's been Fed the whole me. E- I'm so good. <laughs> the whole episode is just that so far, and I've already made it known that I just think Siri's actress is nothing special.
1: I completely but, disagree with you. I thought she um, did a great job in that episode.
2: Meh. So I'm worried that the whole episode is just going to be Siri whining and yelling in the desert for an hour. And I'm like, oh no. But thank God there actually were other people on the episode and things happening in the end but i just it's like that episode did it's like that episode didn't really land for me though because i don't know it's like she's on her journey of self-discovery or something and then well and that's right out of the books sure but then she has like this weird thing at the end with again i feel like i'm supposed to know characters that i don't know so like there's a woman in a hood and she takes off the hood to reveal she's what's her name it's falca Falka.
1: Am I supposed to know Falka? Yes. But not, we haven't seen the character. They've Yeah, I know. Her. I
2: knew we hadn't seen
1: her. They've mentioned her in the past. Okay. But this is the problem with having years between seasons. If you don't have someone steeped in the lore to sit there. Like, this is what I do when I go and I watch with the girls. They pause and they look at me and they're like, explain, please. Yeah. It's like, gotcha.
0: I do appreciate that they're like, hey, can you explain this? And I'm just like...
1: Yeah, you don't give up Because f- you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, you not Something's
0: watching. Something's going on. So. <laughs> and you
1: aren't actually watching. You're, not, you're on your phone. I'm
0: watching.
1: Come on. You just said two seconds ago you don't remember any of what happened in the first two episodes. <laughs> okay.
0: There's the king dude who seems to be somewhat incompetent and his younger brother is a hot guy you're shipping with Yaskier. Sure. And then there's old that's dude. That's what you got? Cool. Old dude. Old dude. Who is really built for his age.
1: Grab McTavish. And,
0: like, and you know, he, he likes to be whipped. And Siri...
1: So you poked and the head It's funny where you Bob poked the head up to see what was going on.
0: <laughs> Siri and Jennifer are just running around the countryside, just doing things.
1: I'm trying to get to Aratuza.
0: Sure. I mean, that's
1: That's all you got. I, there so was, Geralt's not in the show you're watching. Well,
0: <laughs> Geralt well, no, Geralt had the really awkward like we're running around the world together, but we're not talking at all for the sure. you know the entire first episode or whatever
1: part of the first episode sure. uh,
0: so see i did watch it
1: like 15 minutes of two hour long episodes nice job
0: i feel like i didn't miss much hey no wait the um the magic people they got mm-hmm. burned
1: the magic people, they got burned.
0: I remember that.
1: <laughs> see, I know what he's talking about, but I'm not going to bother correcting it.
2: See, I'm sitting here actually trying to discuss this, Bob, and you're just pissing her off, which I'm then going to have to oh, deal with. Oh, I'm
1: not pissed off. I'm fine.
2: Oh, see, the when you say the way you just said I'm fine, I don't believe you.
1: See, this is the thing i don't sound sincere anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's an affliction yeah so okay. no I, I am being sincere
2: all right so she goes on the it's supposed to be like the big journey of self-discovery in the fucking desert and then this Falca person shows up and starts whispering like sweet evil nothings into her ear like
3: as, as you do
2: burn the whole fucking world down screw them all make the change by killing everyone which honestly it's like
1: not terrible advice <laughs>
2: So I just, in the end, it's like, and it's just to be like, I think it's supposed to be like this big moment where she rejects her powers or something. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, I just didn't, it just didn't like land for me. I don't know. It just didn't, it just didn't land. But the episodes, that was the worst of the three. But, you know, she even, she scared off the unicorn with her grand, with the firepower. Um, I
1: loved that they kept the unicorn in there. The unicorns, I I appreciate yeah, that I like we went full, like, I remember reading that in the book and I was like, oh, we got fucking unicorns <laughs> up in this piece. Okay, cool. Like an actual one, not just a stuffed one that we fuck on.
2: Yeah, I mean, so you have, you know, you have like the thing at the in the eighth episode where uh, my guy, the G-Man, just like massacres all the... Um, What's that faction? Nilfgaard. Nilfgaard, yeah. Nilfguardian. Yeah.
1: Which I'm interested to see how they kind of go with that because after he gets his sh- shit wrecked in the books, he they talk a lot about how he can't fight the way he used to. His leg is fucked up, his arm mm. is fucked up, he can't yeah, seem
2: pretty good there.
1: That's the thing, right? He can't hold the sword the way he used to. He can't fight in like the wolf style that he used to that he was taught at uh, uh with the wolf witchers or whatever and he kind of has to relearn how to do shit and he gets he's basically disabled for the rest of the books and i do hope that they don't lose that thread because i think it's a it's an interesting story to tell and you don't get to see that very frequently but he did look fine when he was wrecking shop at the end of the eighth episode so
2: yeah i don't know in summary i thought the I thought the latter three episodes were better than the first five. They were, like, more engaging. The first five, to me, I was just so bored. I was so bored.
1: Which is fair, but I think it was just kind of build up and I, it gave what I wanted from it. it Bob, come in with your, your commentary.
0: Well, what's it like to be bored and actually still be able to retain information?
2: Well, here's the thing. And this is what I was I was texting Erica about this. I, like, know everything that's going on generally, at least for this season. But, like, just keeping track of, like, who's aligned with who and, like, you've got all these different factions moving around and, like, people, for some reason, have suddenly tried to compare The Witcher to Game of Thrones. When I watched Game of Thrones, even in the terrible seasons, I knew where everyone stood. Sure. On The Witcher, it's like... Who's trying to work towards what goal? It's very unclear, and no one really seems to have clear goals. The only one who really has a clear goal is, uh, what, what's-his-face, the leader of the Nilfgaardians. He just wants to conquer the whole world. I mean, like, that's... Oh, what's-his-nuts? The, uh, the white uh, flame. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I disagree, but again, I, I, I don't think... Again, I'm, I'm, I've read the books. I'm but fairly see, see, steeped in everything. A casual viewer, which is what I would call what you are, yeah, you should be able to follow.
2: But see, that's the thing right there, is you can't take your book knowledge oh, and no, apply no, no. it I'm, to I'm the show. I'm agreeing with you, yes. Yeah. I just want to... It's like, <clears throat> I should just be able to watch the show. Yes. The show should be a standalone product, and I have knowledge I shouldn't have from the video game. Sure. So you can even take that into account. The show is a standalone product should be able to stand on its own.
1: I, I completely agree with you. So i I tend to think that it does and
2: i'd like to think i'm not like a complete moron and sometimes i'm sitting there watching and i'm like why is this person turning on them but now in the next scene they're working together it's like everyone's just getting to like walk away like you do some evil shit and you just walk away i think
1: a fair again a fair amount of it is we don't have enough time which is endlessly frustrating Uh, And what I was going to say about the first five episodes that I really liked about it was that they did seem to kind of slow down and actually give you, like, character beats. Uh Like, I would argue that in the first two seasons, you don't get moments of, like, even Geralt and Ciri, like, kind of hanging out. I mean, you get it a little bit more in that second season, but not nearly as much as I wanted, but... (laughs) Maybe that's not the best comparison because they do kind of... Their relationship in the last season was, like, fairly well-built. And it was like, okay, I get it. Father-daughter, awesome. But in those first two seasons, like, with Geralt and Yasker, they don't even seem like they're friends. Yeah. And in this season, it was like, okay, you've given me a few moments where it's like, all right, they actually give a shit about this guy. He's not just, like, following after them for no reason.
2: Well, that yeah, that's another thing is kind of to that point. All of a sudden... Jennifer this season is very like lovey dovey with uh Geralt in a way that she's not in the first two seasons.
1: I mean they were a bit in that first season, but you really only get like two episodes of them. Yeah. And the one is they're just fucking, and the second one they end up breaking up. So you don't get you don't get a lot of time with them. And that's oh. because of the eight episode structure. Which is frustrating because it's like, and, and then in that second season they're not together much either, so those few scenes really have to do a lot of heavy lifting and they don't necessarily get you where you need to go. But then in this season I felt we got a little bit more of that and it was like, okay, I, I understand this relationship now, so or I got what I wanted out of it. What I again, I having read the books and wanting to see that on the screen. So though I did think it was funny that it was like they spent that time to like do that and now everybody's kind of going their own separate ways yeah. at the end of this season. Yeah. So I
2: think, you know in summary
1: So you're a big rating guy, in, what's your in rating? Sum, in summary,
2: I think um Mr. W- Witcher Producer Man is right, I am the stupid American. But my rating for the whole Mr. Season, Witcher producer guy. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like a <laughs> It's like a six. It was
1: fine. It was I fine. think that's what you gave the first five last yeah, time we talked. It was, it was fine. I'm,
2: I'm assuming it just doesn't get canceled out right. I think I am going to watch more with the least Hemsworth just to see how he is. I'm curious. I
1: think you got to give it a couple episodes just to see.
2: But um, it's like
1: right now, what
2: they're actually taking advantage of is my deep need to finish everything I start, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Well,
1: I will say what they've said is that season four is, I think, basically written. And again, none of this matters because it's Hollywood and they can do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. And well, and
2: this, might, and this show could easily be a casualty of these ongoing strikes. Could
1: be. We'll see.
2: I, I mean, a lot of shit's going to get killed because of these strikes.
1: So we'll see. But I do think it is one of Netflix's...
2: Premiere shows, in theory.
1: Pillars. So in theory, they're going to try and finish it up. But out. it
2: did get the magical three seasons. And after the three, then they get the itch over
3: there.
1: Well, usually then, the big shows, like Stranger Things, is getting five. The Umbrella Academy got five. I don't think we're going beyond five. At least that's what it seems to me. Unless be. there's a huge viewership increase. Right, we'll see.
3: Maybe the, I don't, least, maybe I the least will bring them in.
1: don't know if uh, other stuff has gone beyond five on Netflix. I, I don't. I don't know. I watch Great British Bake Off. I watch The Witcher <laughs> and if there's happens to be like a movie like the old guard Mm -hmm. i'll watch it on netflix but i don't do a lot of
2: i've been watching uh the lincoln lawyer on netflix and how is that it's okay it's fine um you know it's
0: interesting that your 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 little self motto here finish
1: what you start that's an interesting motto that was his for the race
3: oh i would give this bad.
1: oh I'm, I'm gonna throw my rating i didn't oh, i i'll give it an eight out of ten i remember I, only you.
0: an eight
2: interesting
1: now there's stuff that annoyed me I too think that
2: neg- my negativity has brought her down
1: i no, think i, think think I, cut I off said eight morning. for those first five episodes too there was stuff that's again i i want i want more is mm-hmm. is the issue Like I thought, they did a good job, and I didn't think they would talk about this at all. Like uh, uh, you had that scene in season two of Yaskir getting tortured by that fire mage, and I didn't think we were ever going to talk about that ever again. But they did actually bring it up in the third season, but then it didn't go anywhere. And it was like, okay, that's cool that that you know. Well, it is. addressed it, but then he kind of became uh, he was like a big nothing this season.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's like Mister and missus Mangled Face henchman. They both got like clowned.
1: They get ganked, right? <laughs> I especially think especially him. Uh, I don't know if she makes it through the coup. I don't remember. Like I she said, it's seemed been a minute. Dead to me. No, no. What I'm saying in the books. Oh. Um. No. Yeah. They're both fucking dead. But he lasts longer in the book series. But I think because they, uh, the original actor from last season, couldn't come back for whatever reason. It was a recast. Oh. They may have killed him off sooner. Hmm but okay. oh, i don't know though if because there's
2: i think maybe because he was like having the prosthetics on his face for like the damage to his face um and maybe i didn't even notice there was a recast but it's also been so long since it's been a long time second yeah. season
1: so, and i don't know if they're trying to like kind of condensed the cast di- yeah it did seem there things.
2: was there was a lot of like we're just killing people off all over the place to focus things in which i'm fine
1: with. i will say though that happens that's what happens in the coup in the books yeah. is it's like a board clearing we murder off a ton of fucking people and then it does kind of you get more focus on like Geralt and yaskier and uh, milva and the hansa which i'm very excited for and, Siri doing her thing with the rats. And then I'm interested to see what they do with Yennefer. Because she's not in the books nearly as much as she is in the show. They really mm-hmm. made her like a third main character. She's off screen doing wh- who the fuck knows. In well, the
2: even in The Witcher 3, she's really not in the game all that much.
1: Yeah. So she's kind of off doing her own things. But they have her very much on, in the forefront. So I'm interested to see what they do with that
2: well the other thing i'll be interested in and you don't have to like bring in any book stuff or anything because sure. i don't know exactly um is you have the whole thing at in the last episode where uh what's the leader of the nilf guardians of emir emir
1: or... von emir yeah, yeah, yeah the white flame the white flame dancing upon the graves of his enemy
2: the, the white flame's <laughs> a pretty great name um
1: i like the guy who plays him too he has yeah. that he's got a good like
2: like sinister, yeah. Undertones. Just way of talking. I, yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah, thoroughly. he's good. He's good. He's he makes the,
1: the most of his limited screen time. Yeah,
2: he's one of the better actors on the show. I would say. Um, I'll be interested to see. So, is he? I wonder. And again, you don't have to spoil anything for me. I wonder if he knows that's not Siri, and he's just like pretending it's Siri to make himself look stronger, or if. Um, Vigilfortz delivered her and was like, hey, it's Siri." you know?
1: What was the vibe you got? Because I'll tell you the I, vibe I got.
2: I feel more like Vigilfortz is trying to pull one over on him.
1: I, I think the same thing, but I think Amir has like an inkling that he's being fucked with.
2: Yeah, so that'll probably be Vigilfortz will be paying for that. That was kind of the vibe and I also, got. And also Vigilfortz looks like uh, he, didn't, he didn't make it out of that explosion unscathed. No,
1: he got fucked up. He's
2: all fucked so, up. He's not maybe maybe that'll be like, oh, he got hurt in that explosion and he's diminished or something, you know? Because in that fight with Geralt, it was like, oh boy, this is a beatdown. Oh, um, uh, what's he has
1: a great line during that fight. What is it? You saw uh the stars uh reflected on the pond at night and thought it was the sky or something. And it's just like oh awesome.
3: <laughs> awesome. He um, said the thing. He said no. that in
1: the book
2: i just thought about something a few minutes ago and this is important i think bob should be thanking me for playing such a large role in him finishing that ultra because Mm -hmm. i noticed in the picture when he had finished the marathon Mm -hmm. he was wearing my shoes
1: Is it, I, he's I referring to out. the
0: Brooks Glycerin twenties.
1: Oh, okay.
2: On my recommendation,
1: Erica. Oh, look at he you! He got
0: these shoes. Is that so? Well, I mean, he guy. wasn't the only person on,
1: who he's recommended. He's them. trying to diminish. I know your role.
2: He can't. Like why are you, sun, trying to, why can,
1: are you trying to take this away from Alex? I cannot Alex? be diminished. Why are you trying to take this victory from Alex? I just
0: noticed the shoes in the picture is all I'm saying. The the Brooks Glycerin 20s in 12 wide that were still not wide enough to uh, bring any relief to my poor heels. <laughs> Alex, I, I, I don't think I've... I've told you anything about my blister situation from the race. Mm-hmm. The suffering. So, um, I did not start the race in the Brooks in 20s.
2: No, I didn't think you did.
0: Um, but
2: when you wanted to bring it home, when you needed to deliver so, that clutch moment, you went to my shoes.
0: So... I started the race. I'm taking credit, damn it. Go ahead. I started the race in Craft CTM Ultra 2s. And the way the race worked was there's an aid station about every five miles. And every other aid station, you could have drop bags and crew. So if I needed to change something, I essentially... In my head, like I broke the race up into ten mile segments. Sure. Um, because every ten miles I'd see my brother and I could make adjustments. Between those between those in the within those ten miles, yeah, I could there was some stuff I could do. I could refuel at aid stations, but I couldn't really do anything because I didn't have access to any different equipment. So started. In the Craft CTM Ultra 2s, and I was wearing a sock, a shoe sock combination I've worn tons of times without any issue. By the time I got to the first aid station where I could meet my brother, I had already developed blisters on both of my heels.
1: So that was what, 10 miles?
0: That was 10 miles in.
2: And why did that happen so fast?
0: I really don't know. I, I've, it's, it's like, and I've, I've talked it through with like several runners now, just trying to identify what I did wrong. Um, and it just really, I'm at a loss. I really don't know why I had problems that morning. Um, in those shoes with those socks. I'm I, no clue. So, you know, I got to that first aid station and I knew I needed to do something. So I changed into the Brooks at mile 10. Damage done. And so for the next 90 plus miles, Every step I took was ow, 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 ow. I worked this out. It worked out to something like 185,000 steps I took where every step was ow, 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 ow. (laughs) Now, when I got to...
2: But that speaks to your mental toughness, Ultra Bob.
1: Legitimately, because, like, I'll tell you what, no, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not.
2: Well, I knew, and I told you, and I told him going into this race, I knew if it was just a mental thing, he'd be fine because you're, to your credit, completely bonkers out of your mind. (laughs) So I knew as long as, like, a leg didn't break or you didn't pull something or whatever. Yeah. That you were going to finish.
1: If there wasn't a, and I think we did talk about this, right? When yeah. you came over for, uh, you came over to eat one night, I feel yeah, like.
2: Yeah, there was, there was some poor cheese adhesion pizza. Uh-huh.
1: It might have been afterwards. I, I don't remember. But yeah, we had talked about how, like, barring some, like, devastating, decimating injury, you were going to drag yourself across <laughs> that finish line. Yeah.
0: I I mean, and, and that's true. I mean, there was one point during the race where I had doubt about my ability to finish it, and that was right before the second turnaround. And um, I'll get I'll get back to that, but I want to finish on the blisters, which was so I got to mile fifty. Uh, well, no, it was mile, mile 20. We took a look at them. They were definitely there, but they weren't, they hadn't gotten bad. Okay. So we said, you know, I, uh, talking with my friend, Heather Cobb, she looked at him and then we agreed, don't pop them now. They're going to get bigger. Wait for them to get bigger and then we'll drain them. So I went on, ran. And then I think it was, I think it was right before I picked up Paul, mile sixty, when I finally um, drained them for the first time. So we're sitting at the aid station in Monroe. I have my socks off, and I knew I knew that I knew the blisters were going to be a problem, and they were causing they were, you know they were causing a lot of pain. So I knew I needed to pop them. Um, and I knew this, my left side, definitely. So I took that off. Alex, the blister was so big. <laughs> it was mind boggling. <laughs> like I, and it was like the, the place it was, it was just an awkward angle for me to do it. So thankfully my buddy Paul was kind enough to,
1: Can we talk about that being like friendship. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now. <laughs>
0: no, I ain't doing
1: that. No. <laughs> you know? Absolutely not. He's
0: got his little needle. He's poking that blister, squeezing it out. So then they... I was, sick I,
1: I legitimately, like, just now, was like, I'm going to be ill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about whether I should check the other foot or not or just keep going. And I'm like, it doesn't hurt that bad. And ultimately I decided you know what I I want to check it so we popped that one off and sure enough the other heel had a, another giant blister on it in the same, same spot on the other heel but I found something else that was mind boggling to me mm-hmm. I found another blister between my big toe and the toe next to it, that was gigantic. It was just absolutely mind-bogglingly really huge. Do you know what I get? Um, it's not a
2: blister, but my uh, not my big toe, right? Not between the big toe and the next one, but the next, the two next to that. Okay. okay. So like whatever your middle toe and uh-huh. the one to the left, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't get blisters, but what happens is, is even when I cut my nails. Like this is so this happens like no matter what. Uh-huh. My one nail like rubs into the side of my other toe Irritates and it. and almost creates like a like a divot or or like a like a mark or something, you yeah. know. I get that I have that like all the time basically.
0: Yeah. I can see that. Toes are weird, man. <laughs> well, but I, I mean yeah, the, the, this and it was weird cuz it didn't bother me. Yeah. Like I didn't even feel it, but it was gigantic. So like I popped that one, we bandaged it up and we set off. Um, we decided at that point that I was not, I was not going to treat the, you know, I was not going to take off my socks anymore. So it may have, no, this was at mile 70 that I finally popped it. Cause we had gone to 60 and back. So this was, part of the big mel- one of my big meltdowns. Um so it was mile 70 when we finally popped them all. We put the socks on and I said there like we are getting to the finish and if and then I will deal with my feet again later. We are we're not stopping. I'm not taking my shoes and socks off again unless I get like stabbing pain.
2: Well, cuz you don't want to even create the opportunity to give your mind a chance to quit
0: yeah i I mean it's at that point it was more of just a matter of just i need like i was it was taking longer than i thought i would take and i just was like i just don't i can't afford another long aid station stop yeah i mean i could have i had you had Sever- other I had, you had a fair amount. Of yeah, time. I had plenty of time left, like, but I didn't want to. So, well, and also, like, the longer you're out there, the
1: more
2: likely your body just shuts down on you or something. Yeah.
0: So, what was interesting?
1: Like, not fucking well, done. I mean, well.
2: You're 32 hours into something. Well, I mean legitimately.
1: Any- yeah, it could be anything. It could yeah. be
0: anything. So, I mean, most. Um, it, what was interesting was i was pretty okay at the race until um about mile 48 is where things where i started having trouble i got to mile 48 and i i i came into that aid station the hollywood aid station and i was starting to feel lethargic and i really slowed down a lot kind of walked it into that aid station ate a bunch of food you know, went, just took off walking and, um, started, it was feeling a lot better. Kind of picked it up again, got to the next aid station, fueled up, went, got going and I, I had really picked it up a lot. It was feeling a lot better between that aid station and the next one. So going into mile 60, um, I was starting to feel rough again and um, I got there and mile 60 is where I picked up my buddy Paul who paced me for the last 40. That's a true friend.
1: Again, we're, we're popping blisters on your oh, we're, disgusting we're gonna, feet. We're, we're, we're gonna running give, 40 we're miles gonna with give,
2: you. We're going to give Paul all the credit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've met Paul once. I listened to him talk certified sick fuck,
0: <laughs> but seems like a great guy. I mean, we took off leaving from the Monroe aid station. So the, the layout of the course is it's an out and back and out. So you basically, you do the same trail section of trail, basically three times. Um, there's, there's a little bit on the first two laps extra, um, and I won't go into too much detail on it, but. It's more or less the same section of trail three times. So we're going out and um, we start off okay. And then not terribly long after we leave that aid station, I start really struggling with the sleepies and just keeping my eyes open. Like to the point that, I'm like, I'm kind of fumbling around the trail. Like Paul's really working hard to keep me on my intervals. And like, it was pretty rough. And that was it, was it nighttime at this point? Yeah. By that time it was nighttime. Okay. Yeah. So you do not even have the sun to help you. Right. Are you
1: talking about the hallucinations yet?
0: No, no, no. We're not there yet. (laughs) Um, so we, you know, we're, we're going and, um, and I'm I'm all over the place. I'm like half out of my mind. Um, we were we had hoped to be at the turnaround around one o'clock. I don't think we got there till three. So it, you know it was just not going great. But we were moving, and that's all you need to do. You yeah. know, I it was on that stretch that I had my first hallucination, and. <laughs> so he's got a headlamp now I wasn't wearing my headlamp um I had it around my neck but headlamps give me a headache so as much as I don't as much as I can I relied on him using his headlamp and the trail is nice and smooth so as long as you know he I can see where he his path is I don't really need a headlamp so he's got his headlamp but pointed down and there's you know plants growing in the middle of the trail um and like it makes this some of them were making this star pattern and alex 100 percent, i saw a giant spider coming to get me
2: (laughs) oh so you were just playing grounded
0: yeah i I was like what the fuck like it's completely up Holy shit. Um, and it, it wasn't, it, and it was, it's weird because it wasn't like, it wasn't like I saw like a weird shadow and and the weird shadow freaked me out. I legitimately, my brain turned it spider. into a spider. Spider. It was crazy. Um, the, what was interesting about that though was because I, I knew what had happened. I was like, okay, I'm hallucinating. So I know any weird shit I see from here on out is not real. So that was helpful because there would be many more hallucinations throughout the night. When we're when we're right up to the mile 60 turnaround, it was the only time in the entire race, the idea of dropping even entered my mind at all. And it wasn't even like, I want to drop. It was more, I have 30 miles to go. How the fuck am I going to do this? I'm just so wrecked. And I said, you know, I'll just, I'll get to the aid station, I'll fuel up, we'll get turned around and we'll go. Like, so, and. Fortunately, I had a, a couple of good friends who were working that aid station. They got me some mashed potatoes and a quesadilla and some ginger ale because my, my stomach was turning on me too, which is not great. And we got fueled up, and then we went not two miles down the trail. It was actually so the the trail actually crossed. The race starts in Illinois. And then it, it goes into Wisconsin. And, and you're only in Illinois for maybe two or three miles. So it's really not much. So I think it was shortly after we get back into Wisconsin is when I can't keep my eyes open. Like I'm legitimately – Paul told me that he would look back and I just have like my mouth open uh, yeah. and like head tilted back and I was still running. I was literally sleep running.
2: I love that basically you at numerous points almost died.
0: And uh, you're like, you know, I think I'm going to do this again.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to try to do it faster.
0: (laughs) So I'm at this point where I can't. I I literally and I turn to Paul and I know he just wants me to keep moving. And I said, Paul, I don't know what to do. I am so tired. I can't keep my eyes open. And so we agreed, I, w- I would take a quick nap, five minutes. So I just lay down on the ground, right where we were, and took a, a nap.
1: Honestly, though, I feel like the nap is going to be more detrimental than anything, and I don't know if it ended up helping.
0: It completely helped.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. What do I? Know? Well, how
0: often? How often am I on the couch and I knock off for like two seconds? And then I'm, it's like, up too. for... It's usually longer than 10 Okay.
2: Some, some of those, like, 10-minute naps are the best ones for, like, getting another four hours of energy out of your body. It just
0: resets you in some way. And, and no, I just laid down for a couple minutes. He, he, he said I got seven minutes because he got distracted and was, like, looking at shit in the sky. Um, <laughs> well, because he was fucking hallucinating, <laughs> too. What the fuck? So, so...
2: Two crazy I, fucks out on a
0: run. Yeah. Together. So we get up and I feel a lot better. We get go. Like there was a, there were two women who passed us while I was napping. And, and then I got up. I felt great. We caught back up to them and passed them. And they were like, what "The f- what is even going on here? So we keep going and we get to the, the Monroe aid station again. So this is now going to be 20 miles. I've gone with Paul and like within a mile or two of the aid station, I completely collapse again. Like my energy is gone. I can't stay awake. And we, you know, we're talking about it and we say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to try one more nap. The sun's up at this point. So what we're hoping is like, I'll get a quick nap, wake up, the sun will be up, we'll get me some coffee, be good to go. And so we, we get to that aid station, and there's a fantastic picture of me running into this aid station. And what was really what was really annoying about this aid station is you go down a grass hill that's at an angle. So, like, you're already, like, Completely fucked out of your mind. And you're trying... You don't want to, like, misstep and roll your ankle. But anyways, so I get literally right across the timing mat. I step slightly out of the path of other runners. And I just fall over on the ground.
2: See, I'm almost shocked you got back up so many times. Because I feel like
0: once I would, like, lay down, I'd be like, ah.
3: And scene.
0: (laughs) I think what you got to keep in mind though is like I went into this there was only there were only two ways I'm not finishing this race I'm medically disqualified or I miss a cutoff the, in my mind there was no way I was ever stopping yeah so
1: I think once you've made your mind up about that it is like okay
3: but we- Lying it's down so is pretty great. It's so <laughs>
2: hard to like lie down and then get back up. Though. Well, yep.
0: that's what's great about you know, having had Paul and you just, you know, Lindsay and Mike like, there you is you like up, they're like, go. come on, get going. Um, and, you know, I, I never had sleepies like that before. And it's one of those things. It's just really hard to know if you're going to have problems with well, that. I've never been
2: 80, uh, 80 miles in either. So.
0: Right. Cause I've run overnight, but not that exhausted. So, um, it's hard to replicate, but it, you know, so that was really helpful. So yeah, I mean, we ended up at that aid station for a really long time because that was the blister popping. That was like, get me coffee. Let's get, and I, and Paul was like really pushing me to get out of there fast and I said Paul we're going to get going when I leave shut the fuck up when I leave here I want to be good to go for the remainder of the race so I'm, I'm going to take an extra minute or two and make sure we've already spent like 50 minutes here like two more minutes is not going to kill us Did you say 15 or 50? 50 okay. we were there a long time i was really fucked up at that particular (laughs) point in time so we we leave there and mind you every time i stop for any time more than a few seconds the first couple steps i take like maybe for like the first tenth of a mile is excruciatingly painful because i have to my feet have to remember
1: Oh right, we're still doing this. We're still we didn't stop the the
0: blisters are still here. The They're still tep- has returned.
1: Yeah. And and then it would
0: calm down. So we left there. We you know, we we made leaving there was the longest stretch of the trail without an aid station. We got through that fine. We got a great breakfast burrito at the next aid station. I had a little bit of a slowdown going into the mile 80 or, no, the mile 90 aid station. But once I got to that aid station, it's what's known as the Hollywood aid station, I knew I was good. I knew I was going to finish the race. And, you know, leaving there, I was in such a better mood. And um, And, you know, I knew I did it. I knew, you know, I had to still finish it, of course, but I knew I had done what I came to do. So it, that was really a big morale boost. And that got us, uh, you know, we just made that last 10 miles. What was really annoying about that and because I had really wanted to do under 30 hours. Um, and for no other reason than. When you're, you know, we got we're now at midday again, and it's hot. The sun is blasting us, and that is a the most exposed part of, oh, the second most exposed part of the trail. So you're just roasting <laughs> as you're again. You know, you did it yesterday during the day, ran overnight, and it was nice and cool. And now you're just getting furnace blasted again. So. Well, and people aren't going to know the timing,
2: but you ended up getting very fortunate that the race wasn't even two days earlier. Yes, because there was like a three or four day period that week where the whole fucking planet was seemingly on fire. That
1: Friday, yeah. We I drove up with Izzy to like get him settled and you know be able to say you know goodbye, good luck, whatever. We were standing outside chatting with people, and I had shorts and a shirt on, sweating, soaked, Alex. <laughs> soaked through well and and then I, it torrentially I, downpoured that night and
2: i i wonder like if you had to do that race in 90 95 degree heat i wonder what would have happened i this might have been the end of bob
0: that that might have been too much I I, I I honestly i mean i would have still gone out and tried but that you know it would have you
1: knew the heat was going to be a factor for sure.
0: yes you know, it, it's, I, as I told everyone, like I signed up for a race at the end of July. I know it's going to be hot. Um, but that, that heat was brutal and it would have just been a walk. It literally would have been, I am just walking from point to point, And if there are any times where I get good shade or maybe overnight, I can do some running. Cool. But it would've you know, and it would have been getting down to the wire of really pushing that cutoff time of thirty-six hours to finish it. So I'm glad it didn't end up going that route. It would have been brutal. The the finish rate would have been abysmal. I mean we had about I think I counted 149 people who were registered for the race. I don't know how many people actually started. Usually there's a few people who drop out like in the last day. Um, so let's say 141, just pulling a number out of my ass, actually started the race. 99 people finished. Okay. If it had been hotter than it was, um, and the morning was actually pretty nice because it was overcast. The temperature was down. It really didn't get sunny until the afternoon on Saturday. the, The finish rate would have been abysmal, so... You know, uh, before Bob started, Erica, I sent him a
2: text uh, letting him know that if he didn't finish the race, he'd be personally letting me down.
1: <laughs> just one, one more little thing there for you.
0: Just just, just throw like that a little, in. Just yeah.
2: a and, and while he was out there, I sent him my own brand of motivational
1: texts as well. Oh, did you?
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure it really pushed him on. <laughs> um.
1: See, I don't think I texted you at all during the race. I think I was texting uh, your brother, yeah, for updates. Yeah.
0: Now, see, I yeah. wanted him
2: to look down at his Apple Watch and be like, "Fuck
1: this motherfucker."
0: <laughs> so, interesting story about that. Um, because I used my Garmin watch to to actually track the run, and I had to do like I had to recharge it mid race. It it would have been close, but. I I did recharge it during the race, and that was annoying, but it worked out fine. Um, So, I did have my Apple Watch on, and I put it in low battery mode, and I turned off heart rate monitoring on it. And it actually lasted the entire race, (laughs) which I was really surprised by. So...
2: Did you only have the two shoe options? Is that why you went to the Brooks? Because
0: I thought you had told me you didn't like that shoe for running. So I had one other shoe option. Uh, well, technically I had two other shoe options on me, but functionally I had one other, which was a, a Hoka Clifton 8 in 12 wide. So th- there was a, a size up for me and wide. Um the the thing about I wasn't crazy about the brooks the first couple times I ran in them. Um but the more my but I wanted them in my quiver because of how much cushion they have and um they were they were sized up. So if my feet swelled like They'd be, they could accommodate my foot better. So um, ultimately, I switched to the Brooks because my the toe box works a little better for me in the Brooks than it does in the Hoka's. So I didn't go into the—like, I thought the shoe I started in was going to be good for the race. And the other two shoes were really just backups if uh, my feet swelled. And I didn't expect to have to switch to one of those shoes so early in the race.
2: So how many, how many miles do you like on a shoe? <laughs> like now you put like 90 on those Brooks just in that race. Are those yep. done now? No, they're you, not could done. Could do more?
0: I could do more. Yeah. I. They're, they're not going to get as much life out of them as if, You know, I had put 90 miles on them over like five runs or or more or like 10 runs, you know, um, because that much damage in one go. um, The shoes doesn't have a
2: chance to recover.
0: Right. But um, they'll still get some life out of them. Um, I'll probably get. 350 miles out of them before, you know, like
2: put those you got to put those shoes in like a case. That's like the shoes you ran your first ultra in. Yeah, I keep those, right?
0: I, you know, I'm not... I, the only shoes that I feel attached to that I want to keep are the shoes I finished my first marathon in. Mm. Um, and I have those shoes marked. Um,
2: if I could just put, like, a maybe no. a recommendation in for the Brooks. I mean, mm. in the
0: glass case, it could
2: be, like, Coach Alex's recommendation
0: <laughs> or, you know.
1: I obviously... You
0: could... You, we could have them bronzed. Uh-huh. And they could be set um, in front of my gravestone. Oh, see.
2: Yeah, I'll put them there after I chisel. Now, your wife doesn't care enough to chisel your accomplishments <laughs> into your gravestone. But, Correct. <laughs> but, but, Bob, in all seriousness, uh, me more than Erica, we're very proud of you. Aww.
1: Aww. Sorry, I'm scrolling through. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Very proud of
3: you. Sh-
0: scrolling
2: through Joey she says, Beatty she pictures. Says that she's laughing.
1: Yes, <laughs> GIFs, actually.
2: Well, if we if you come up with more things to talk about, we can come back to it. But I have a topic I'd like to discuss. Please don't bring up Microsoft and Activision. no, it's not Activision okay, Blizzard. Thank you. That's dead for now until you know they buy them and whatever. A couple of weeks yeah, or something. Okay. Um, no. So I sent you an article. I thought it was interesting. I mean, like all things, it's probably never going to go anywhere, But or if the lawyers will make all the money. But there's a class action lawsuit that's been filed against Taco Bell because the food they're serving doesn't really match their advertising at all. I mean, it's not even in the stratosphere. Sure.
1: And, Which is a claim you can make about all well, fast food advertising.
2: Here's what's interesting, Erica. After I saw this, and I was talking about it with someone who was very adamant that (laughs) that basically, like you said, all fast food advertising is like this. You don't go to Taco Bell with the expectation that you're getting some incredible fucking meal or something. Apparently, some people do. Like, you know what you're getting.
1: Enough for a class action lawsuit. But this is what I'll
2: say. In those pictures... What they got versus what is in the picture on like Taco Bell's website. And what I'm focused on, I want to say what, what I'm focused on and what I think the lawsuit is focused on isn't like, oh, I didn't get this picturesque, you know, perfect taco. Sure, it's right? just not even close. It's the, the quantity of food isn't even anywhere close. It's like the quantity was like a quarter. Of what's in the picture, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's some bullshit. I would agree. And I went and I tried to look up things that I've had, like, maybe in the past year or two. And just try to get a feel for, okay, what do I kind of remember getting versus what's in the picture on their website? And I looked up, you know, for example, I looked up McDonald's. I looked up Panda Express. I looked up Jersey Mike's. Um... Those are, I don't know if I looked up anything else, but those are, like, the three I looked up. Just to, like... Because, you know, you're thinking kind of like you just did. Like, oh, well, they're all just, like, basis for.
1: Well, I mean, and you look at, like, McDonald's advertisements, and it's, a, like, a pristine burger. Right. And you get the food, and it doesn't look anything like it. But it's still a patty with... Right.
2: And, and this is what I'm kind of saying. I'm not going in there expecting, like... The patty to have like the grease. You're not expecting a steakhouse
1: burger pouring off the sides, like it does
2: in the pictures. I'm not expecting that. But when you go and look at, say, a McDonald's burger, or uh, you know, a sub from Jersey Mike's, or whatever, like the orange chicken at Panda Express, that's what I always get. They were pretty comparable Mm -hmm. in terms of like the picture compared to what I normally kind of see. Just in terms of quantity. And Taco Bell, I looked up what I would normally get at Taco Bell, which is just like your basic soft shell taco. It's not even close. (gasps) And I think there is something that, I mean, Jersey Mike's is actually under advertising, I would argue, because you go look at their subs on their website. There's probably twice as much meat on the actual sub when you get it. So, I mean, I think, honestly, in terms of the ones I looked up, there's kind of something there because they're kind of advertising what you're getting whereas Taco Bell is straight up false advertising. And well,
1: and if they can prove it. I don't you know, know. Do
2: you do you think this is like the type of thing that they should be, you know, should be clamped down on? You know, I don't think you should be able to false advertise. Not the appearance of it, but the, qu- the what the I agree
0: with you. What yes. what I think is going to be Interesting about this lawsuit. That's different from the Subway lawsuit over the length of the buns. Um
1: Was there a lawsuit about that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And Subway lost hard. So that's like if you go to Subway now. And well, if you're, you're
1: telling me you're giving me a six inch and I'm getting four inch.
0: Well, that's so if you go to Subway
1: a lot of now. False
2: advertising around those types of
1: sizes. Yeah, I mean, in the world. they they actually yeah.
0: <laughs> they um like they have a ruler out now to to cut on the, the line so um the margin of error is a lot lower than it used to be um and then there was also something about how like the 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 pre-baked roll was actually it was twelve inches but once it was baked it was a little shorter and
1: uh, but either way there was a, usually what happens stuff usually expands
0: but you know either way I mean, You know, in that case, Subway very specifically advertises a number. You know, you're going to get a foot-long sub. You're going to get a six-inch sub. What's tricky about this one is there's no... While I can visually look at it and know that that's a lot... That this is not the, the amount that I would get, you know, that you're advertising... How is a jury going to assess that? Like, how are they going to quantify it in such a way as to be able to say, you need to get this needs to be closer, you know, or um, because that's the, and that's always the problem with law in general is you can know like in, in, instinctively that something's not right. But in order to actually be able to regulate it and prosecute it, you need to have some sort of standard. Right. So, And,
2: and they're not doing something. They're not promising like, oh, you're going to get a quarter pound of meat on every right. uh, taco or something.
0: Right. So I think if if Taco Bell loses this lawsuit, I'd be, uh, it'll be very interesting to see. What standards are used? Um, because it would, it could have a lot of far-reaching implications.
2: I, I mean, based on what I saw, and I don't, I like I said, I can't speak for like specific burritos or something because I always get the same thing, which is just like the three soft tacos.
1: You but, do the hard shell. I don't go to Taco Bell often, if I want like a taco. Well, it's usually a taco that I'm craving. I like like nachos and like quesadilla. Mm-hmm. And there's a place uh, not far, kind of between here and where we used to live, that I'll usually order from.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like the soft tacos, they're not even close to what they're advertising. Yeah. And I think that shouldn't be allowed. I mean, I don't know who's supposed to oversee that type of thing, if that's the FDA or whoever i have no idea i'm not
1: really sure actually
2: um but i don't think you should be able to false advertise to that degree i would agree and and i think it's 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 funny like i don't know what like how it's determined what things fall under false advertising right because like you know the video game companies love to do the thing where they show the big horseshit cg trailer yeah to announce a game Mm-hmm. And then the actual game comes out and the graphical fidelity fidelity is maybe like twice as good. Or sorry, half as good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, should that be allowed? I mean, it's like, because it's kind of like the Taco Bell thing, right? Where it's like, okay, I know what I'm getting when I go to Taco Bell. And I know those CG trailers are bullshit. But on the other hand, there's people out there who don't. Right? Maybe someone's never been to Taco Bell before. And they see these advertisements then they go to Taco Bell and you get trash maybe you're seeing an advertisement for some video game and you're like holy shit this looks incredible i can't wait to play this game you buy it for 70 dollars and then you get a game of like stick figure people and it's like well what the fuck
1: you know what fucking game got me and i thought i was old enough to be like nah this is never gonna happen to me that fucking dead island game do you remember that <laughs> yeah with the trailer, with the music, and it was all like, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a good game. So I pre-ordered it, whatever. It's back when I used to pre-order shit. Got it. Played it for an hour, and I was like, you fucking idiot. I took it back that day. I was like, I'm not even returning. Let's just sell it back. I just, fuck it. I realize it's open, and they can't give you my money back, but sell it back. Give me, like, my $20 to my 60 that I spent. What, I don't want this in my house anymore. <laughs> it's a testament to my idiocy.
2: So I mean, there there are those people out there, though, right? Who get you know befuddled, and they're you know you know we might say, well, these people are just morons, but there probably should be some sort of protection. You shouldn't be taken advantage for idiots. of. idiots, right? And as we learn, there's only more idiots. They're maybe not taken
1: advantage day. of, but well, it kind of, kind is. of, kind of. Yeah, I, I, what.
0: Unfortunately, in a lot of cases, the only the only way to get any accountability is to file a lawsuit, because a lot of this stuff isn't. You know, there's no watchdogs that are actually actively pursuing it in a lot of cases, especially in the United States. I'd be really interested to do a comparison with Taco Bell advertising in the UK. Should they
1: actually give a shit about protecting their customers. Well,
0: yeah, and UK advertising laws are much much more strict. And um like it to the point where you watch UK ads and you're like it looks weird because they can't embellish things the way you can get you can do it in the US. Um and like w- there was something that happened with Nintendo a couple of years ago, I remember where they were, Nintendo had an ad out and one person wrote into their ad or to whatever agency monitors it, complained, and the ad agency was, or that government agency said, Yeah, you've got to, like, you can't put this advertisement out anymore after one complaint. Um, so it would be interesting to see the difference with, with UK. Uh, Taco Bell it is just one of, this is another one of those like I'm really curious to see if this gets passed um, if this actually goes to trial I'd love to see it because I want to see what gets argued
2: I mean just just from like a morality standpoint I think it should legally you know we have no idea yeah
0: now I, I the other thing is and, and I I would if when when I feel like I go to a restaurant and I or any business and I feel like I've been duped generally I just don't you know go back right you know that that's my approach um I I I would never bother myself to file a lawsuit over the amount of meat in my Crunchwrap Supreme.
2: All right, and I mean, some group of lawyers probably went and found somebody who would be willing to throw their name on it. Right. You know, it's like we all know what's going on, and even if they win, it's going to be the lawyers who make off off with all the money. Always is. Mm-hmm. Fucking bastards. Thanks. Smart bastards. Rat bastard. Piece of shits. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, same thing in, like, you know, you're talking about video games. I mean, I know not to fall for the CG trailer, right? And they almost don't even, they don't even get me excited, right? It's like, oh, cool, CG trailer. Can I sh- see some actual gameplay? Right,
1: let me see the gameplay, and then we can um, we can have a conversation.
2: But, but even, you know, even when you're talking about gameplay, like, I remember a long time ago, right? Like, I remember when they were showing Bioshock Infinite, and they actually did show a huge, like, chunk of gameplay it ended up being completely different than what we got well in the actual game you know because right games go through changes in development and that whole section i think ended up getting like cut from the final game and changed and everything and it's like you know that happens so it's like they didn't really lie at the time they didn't lie they ended up lying in the end I would say the more like blatant false advertising recently would be something like an Overwatch 2 where they were like, we're doing Overwatch 2 and we're making the PVE," and then we canceled the PVE. you know, but it's like you guys didn't know this was canceled until the game launched. Mm, I mean, you can look at something like sus. No
1: Man's Sky where they kind of oh, promised was, the moon and then it was like,
2: yeah, that was a big, uh, what the fuck big, is this? That was false advertising. They made it good. You know they patched the hell out of that game and they made it good. But if you bought that at launch, you were probably pretty unhappy.
1: I was very unhappy.
2: <laughs> now it's a great game.
1: Yeah, but I'm not. I think I don't even know that we have it anymore. I think we might have gotten rid of it because it was just like, I mean, shame on me. I got I got fooled. But yeah, he what promised you do? the moon. He promised the moon. You promised the, the uh, moon, the and, and I probably should have been like, nah, nah, it's probably not going to happen. But got me a little excited. Figured okay. And, nah. You know what I have been getting the itch for again, though? Because why that? Why play new things? Sure. It's been a minute since I've played Bioshock. I don't know what made me mm-hmm. think of it the other day, but I was just like, ooh.
0: You can play that game blindfolded. At this point, probably. I've uh, been playing The
2: Witcher 3 a little bit more again lately as I um, try to cut back on the, um, what's the name of it, Erica? Uh, big, big boob, Blyfus, or whatever. <laughs> oh, big titty. Big, Big titty, titty anime titty, girls. Titty, yeah. Um, Big titty anime waifus.
1: So there, you there you
2: go. go. I, I mean, I still play it, but it's like, a, you know, you get to a certain point. It's like, okay, I'm, you know, you got to wait to level up and everything. So you cuts back on your time on it a lot. <laughs> but um, Where
1: were you at? Are you on uh, Skelliga? So, mm? Skelliga? Where are you at? Yeah.
2: So this is what I was going to say is I'm on Skelliga, And I want you to know that I know I don't need to go around. And hit every fucking question mark that's in the water.
1: Put those ones in the water, Alex.
2: I know it's just going to end up being crap that I turn into money Mm -hmm. and resources. I know that. I know it's a waste of time. I have to go to every question mark (laughs) in the fucking water. And it's making me not want to play the game because it's like. I know this is going to take me, like, six hours. Because
1: of the fucking sirens and... Okay. Yeah. Every single
2: fucking one you go to has either sirens or... What's the ones who swim in the water? The drowners. Yeah, the drowners. And either way... This is what's annoying about the sirens is they land on your fucking boat. The thing can maybe take, like, two seconds worth of damage before it sinks... And then you have to swim your ass back to somewhere, and it's like, who thought this was fun? That's what I wanted. But that
1: they did it is. But their their reasoning is, you don't have to go do this. Yeah, I'm a sick but fuck. It's no. There's a question mark on my map. Yeah, I must clear it. I need to clear that. And exactly, you know, you're going to go, and it's just going to be shit gear yeah. that you're going to sell for coin, but. I don't care. When
2: I went around in Assassin's Creed Odyssey and cleared out fucking every single goddamn bandit camp for a fucking 100 hours, do you think I was having fun? No. No, <laughs> but it was on my map it's and I had sickness. to do it.
1: It's the brain rot. I have to do it. Like, it's like, seriously, dude,
2: can there be a second boat that I tow behind me? <laughs> like... I just want to know, who plays this? And they were like, this is fun. I hated those
1: fucking The boat sirens, is slow man.
2: as shit, which it should be. It's this little fucking tugboat, <laughs> It's right? a piece of shit boat, yeah. But,
1: like, come
2: on, man. And there's always, like, eight sirens. <sighs> it's honestly discouraging me from playing.
1: For all the patching that they did and all the improvements and the, the being able to pet roach of it all, it's like, we couldn't have done anything with this.
2: If there would have been the eight sirens at one out of every three of those question marks, different story. It would have still been irritating. But they're at every single one, and these fucks often swim faster than your bow, your crossbow shoots them. So you have to like wait until they're actually swimming at you to attack you. Then you can shoot at them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Who thought this was good game design? I'm so irritated about it. It's it's really like I want to do it just to do it, just so I can move on. I feel you. But fuck me and fuck them.
1: Yeah, it's brutal.
2: What else you got, about?
1: You don't have to get them. No, I have to. You have to. I have to. I like resisted for a while, and then I was like, "No, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna clear all those." It made me crazy. Has to be done. Got to be done.
0: You know what I do have, Alex? What's that? Well, y'all were going on for what can only be described as eons about The Witcher. I did (laughs) take a look at some of the latest trends in refrigerator technology. (laughs) And?
1: Yeah, what do you got?
0: Smart refrigerators. No. They've got ones that have. They could probably play Skyrim. Tablets, basically <laughs> built into the door. Yeah. Oh, good. So you can draw someone. on.
1: No, that. I'm aware of that. No, stupid. Oh, and Dumb. then
0: cameras, so you can see inside.
1: You know how else you can see inside your fucking. Without refrigerator. opening it, you can open the fucking door.
0: What is the point of that? <laughs> it's energy efficient.
1: Again. Because
0: you don't. You're Again, not letting air out.
1: Again, when you <laughs> <laughs> learn to turn the lights off. Then we can talk about energy efficiency. Then we can have that conversation. But since that's never going to happen, I don't give a fuck. Hey,
2: hey. If you get a tablet on the fridge, you could draw a calendar on there that maybe makes sense.
1: Does the calendar upstairs not make any sense to you? Not at all. Not at all. (laughs)
0: I don't understand this take. I think it works just fine.
1: It's working fine for us.
2: Sure you do. (laughs) I was very sad,
0: Bob, because you
2: told me if I could find a Joey Bate calendar.
1: (laughs) I did tell him that. That there
2: would also be a Nikkei calendar put somewhere in the home.
1: But I know that my man with like having 12 photos of himself would be an existential nightmare. So he would not allow that to happen. I knew he wouldn't be able to find one.
2: There's no Joey Beatty calendar. Isn't this a niche you should be filling? You could make money.
1: I probably could.
2: There's a Nikkei calendar. No Joey Beatty calendar. What if I make one? Does that count?
1: That doesn't count.
2: What if it's so professional
0: appearing, you're not (laughs) sure if I made it or
2: not? Because
1: here's the thing, Alex, I would know. Let's, Let's be real. I would know.
0: Because unless you made it a business and you sold it to the other people with the brain rot, if it was because Erica would be like, guys, look at this calendar and be like, where can I buy that? And- okay. If I make
2: it, <laughs> how many people have to buy it to qualify? <laughs> Give me a number. 500. 500? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. No one watches this show. We already said that. Can you be reasonable?
1: Absolutely not.
0: I mean, wasn't there a- another show he was on where he, like, dies really early? <laughs> There's got to be another fan base out there. a
1: show he was on. See, there are shows that he's been on that he has died upon. I don't actually watch the full shows because some saints, some saints, angels, if you will, will condense what the clips he's on and put it on YouTube so I don't have to suffer through dog shit.
2: I have just come up with the best idea. <laughs> Joey Beatty <Baby> Pizza? No. <laughs> what if I get Joey Beatty cast... As a character in Nikkei. <laughs> then Erica will have no choice but to play it. Look at her. She's conflicted. No,
3: I'm dying.
1: You know what I'm doing? Because <laughs> you've shown me some of those outfits and I'm losing. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, Alex.
2: I've got her. If that happens, she'll play. There are male characters in the game.
0: It's, you know, definitely not a weird thing that my wife spends so much time thinking about, you know, another man. Yeah. From the UK. Oh, you think think about. He's
2: neat. You just think about your mistress, AKA running, and she spends all that time thinking about Joey Bates. We have established.
1: I do not control the brain rot. The brain rot just happens. And that you also have the brain rot, it just happens for running. You are just as mentally damaged as I am, <laughs> sir.
2: Maybe more so.
0: Hey, speaking we didn't of- talk about any of my other
1: hallucinations.
0: <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of Nike
2: Erica, they added a overcooked style mini game.
1: Oh, you're done then, man. It's
2: fucking hard, They've got dude. got you forever. It's fucking hard. It's harder than most shit on Overcooked.
1: It's not, that was like the last thing I expected you to say. They <laughs> had an Overcooked-style mini game in the big Diddy anime waifu mm-hmm. game.
2: <laughs> hey, this game gets more love than most games do. Oh,
3: my God.
2: Um... Just what, what that are, what are stupid
1: Admiral like outfit that you showed uh-huh. me, that one chick was
2: uh-huh. it. That was art.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
2: Hey, draw a character, get it in Nikkei. Oh. That's a life. That's. We'll put that on a fucking tombstone. Drew Nikkei character. <laughs> right next to yours, Ultra Bob.
3: Oh hey. Oh my god.
0: Do you want to go work in aid station up at. Midwestern states And we can camp out in the park
1: No <laughs> This is worth a shot hey.
0: they
3: hey, The worst say no. thing
1: they can say is no <laughs> You lost me at camping <laughs> Really you lost me at aid station Aid stations are fun I'm sure
2: I thought it was pretty clear he lost you at hay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's true.
2: (laughs) Erica's so tired she's delirious.
3: Oh my god.
1: Honestly, Mm. I'm still laughing about pale British man cast in fucking, like, big-titty anime waifu. There's a couple male
2: characters. (laughs) They're voice-acted. Oh, my God. There's, like, three male characters, I think. (laughs) No, four. There's four that I could think of. (laughs) There's four. They're all voice-acted. Glorious.
0: You know... (sighs) I caught a glimpse of my calf today in the shower.
2: Oh, yeah. Was it as impressive as you remembered? (laughs) Oh, it was
0: so good. It was just great. (laughs) The reflection of light off of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I was like, man, I wish I could take a picture of this right now. Maybe they'll put your calf in, Nikkei.
3: You should have seen my calf pump at
1: the race. My calf <laughs> pump. Have you shared with Alex the uh, three photos of your soul leaving your body? Yeah, yeah. I okay. Saw that. Um <clears>
2: throat> throat> Damn, what was I gonna say? Oh, fuck. Oh, so right when you finished the race, like you crossed the finish line. Mm-hmm. That moment, what was the feeling? Was it euphoria was it please get me a chair so i can sit the fuck down and never stand up again like where were you at
0: um relief i i remember just being very happy yeah and um after i gave scott a big hug and i
1: did you weep on him
0: no No, I didn't. Um, He thought I would. I didn't. Um, After I I moved past him, I I just kind of went into this complete, like, everything went, like, brain just shut down. And, like, people were looking at me like, you need to sit. (laughs) And so someone brought up a chair and just, I just sat down. Um, and I think it was it was kind of like this weird moment of okay I did it and I really don't know how to process that right now
2: yeah it's like overwhelming
0: yeah and I'm just like so fried so tired and it was kind of like just keep me in shade <laughs> please
3: <laughs> um,
0: so like catching up on the sequence here so you finish
2: the race you're exhausted you probably hang out for a little bit maybe eat some
1: food right
2: mm-hmm. When, how long until you go back to the hotel
1: it was a couple hours I was going to say you didn't last super long
0: so
2: Cause there was not- like
1: a dinner you were supposed to go to but you were like
0: so yeah so I we stayed, I stayed at the finish line until the race was over until the last hundred mile, uh, finisher crossed. And, um, after that we packed up and then there's, there's, uh, a group dinner at a restaurant, um, nearby. And we stopped there for that. And I, I was so bugged out. So this is maybe four hours after the race at this point, And I was just so gone. Like, I, I hung out for, we were probably there fifteen minutes, and it, maybe a little longer, and then we went right back to the hotel. Um, now you get back to the hotel. Do
2: you take a shower before you pass out and die, or do you just die?
0: I'm fairly certain I took a shower because I was just so disgusting, and then <laughs> you want to get in bed like <laughs> yeah. that. But that's how I would feel. I can't.
2: I you need
1: the little rinsey rinse for sure.
0: I honestly have no idea. I just idea. don't think I'd be able to
2: sleep in my own like stink like that. The
1: filth. Yeah, you got to.
0: Oh, no. Listen, the way the state I was in. Oh, you could have slept. Yeah, no problem. Like, I.
3: Excuse
0: me. But um, I don't remember taking a shower. I I assume I did so you get into bed how long did you sleep uh when did I get up at like 8 o'clock the next day so about probably about 12 hours
2: that's crazy
1: which is a lot for him
0: is it
3: yes yeah Hmm.
1: see Bob always says like oh I'm tired I'm gonna go to bed early when Bob says I'm gonna go to bed early he doesn't go to bed until at least like 1 o'clock at night (laughs) And then he has to wake up for work in the morning. It's just, it, like Without fail. He's like, oh, I'm so tired. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed. And I'm looking and I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, it's like 10, to 11. I'm going to go on the Xbox. <laughs> okay. Don't you? No? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> You're an adult man. You, you, in theory, know how to regulate this shit. You know, I'm going to go to bed. And by go to bed, I mean lie in bed and read AO3 for several hours.
2: So same thing as him. Um...
1: Basically. I don't usually complain that I'm tired all the time, though.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny? And I don't know how I hadn't <laughs> noticed this before, because I've been back there in your den. But when you asked me to bring a... Well, you guys were gone. You asked me to bring a box inside and put it in your den. I go, and I'm placing down in the bed, I look at the den, and I look around, and I'm like, you have, like, 45 monitors in here. <laughs> It's has the monitor collection grown or no, is it just my imagination. There are
0: five monitors. <laughs> no five? Yeah.
1: I never go back there. Because
0: there's I have two for work, there's two on our, D- our PC and then there's one for the security cameras. Oh, it's like the
1: security cameras. I always forget about those. Because they're stupid. And a remnant of the dude who lived here before. Yes. You know, did it's... he did
2: he win his election? He did. So, what position does he have now? He's
0: school board something.
2: School board, yeah.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, he was going against that crazy woman, so. Remember the
3: it's one? The, who oh,
1: like, yeah, I fucking know. Well, you know. It's the first time I've ever voted Republican, so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, well,
1: but live it was. in this town. To st-
3: stem the. <laughs> you you, you get to pick the tide between the against Republican crazy.
0: or the other Republican.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, it gives us a basis to stand on. We could say we'll vote Republican <laughs> if we have to. <laughs>
1: no, they had that like slate of people who were like, "It was all crazy." Yeah, folks, yeah. we're talking about critical race. I don't like as soon as critical race theory passes through your face. I'm that's like, I am not yeah, voting for an, you. You're
2: annexed right there. Yeah, that's an automatic veto,
1: and we're done. Just for
2: saying the words. you Yep. Out.
1: Um, I know what you've been watching. Oh, Bob,
2: did you enjoy maybe the best brawl in the history of baseball? <laughs> did you see this, Erica?
0: That was pretty good.
1: You told me about it. I think. Oh, okay. I did not see it.
2: So basically, there's this guy in the White Sox, Tim Anderson, and I can't remember the name of the guy in the on the on the in, on the Cleveland Guardians or whatever. He's a great player. I mean, he's a really good player. I think it's something Ramirez. I'm not sure. He slides into second head first. Tim Anderson and I don't think it was on purpose. Kind of tags him on the head, but it's like what are you going to do? You slid in. Well, you're
1: sliding first. in head first. I'm I'm trying to tag whatever I right. can tag.
2: He's just putting the tag down. So then Ramirez gets mad. They stand up. They start, <laughs> you know, arguing with each other. And then I swear I've never seen this before in baseball. Anderson drops the glove. <laughs> And they square up like it's a hockey fight.
1: That's amazing. <laughs>
2: it was incredible. Yeah. And then Ramirez basically kind of gets like lucky, I would say, because he was getting yanked backwards at the same time. But they're just swinging and Ramirez happens to connect right on the chin and knocks Anderson loopy. Like he was, you could tell he, he was good. staggered. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I appreciate the squaring up. Like, all right, let's go. (laughs) That was great. Like, wait,
2: what? Because normally in baseball, you get those horseshit brawls where it's like everyone grabs each other and we do a little pull in. We're doing a little wrestling. We we discuss, like, what's for dinner and then we go our separate ways. It's not
1: like a proper fight. This was a real fight. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Emery's not skating across the ice (laughs) (laughs) to tackle the other goalie, which is still the single greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
3: Hey, I don't know
2: if we've talked about it. Since it happened, um, that the owner of the Blackhawks died.
1: No, we had a text exchange, and I think that's that's. And you know, you know, my
2: thing has been ever since their complete mishandling of all that stuff surrounding Kyle Beach. Yeah. As um, I was never going to watch them as long as their owner was alive, because he made a. D- I actually somewhat felt bad for the son. I mean, they're all rich fucks, so I don't feel too bad for him, but. When all that stuff came out, his son, with other people in the organization, but I think his son kind of more runs the day-to-day of the Blackhawks, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: his son went and hired some outside (laughs) law group to launch an internal investigation. And it was all PR. Don't get me wrong. Sure,
1: but it's what you're kind of... There's a a playbook for these things. Right.
2: So he gets the lawyers involved. They basically come out and say, these people knew, these people knew. Rocky Wurtz didn't know, of course. It's like, okay. No one's
3: Just ever like said-
1: It's like Joe he... Paterno didn't know about Sandusky. Okay. I'm
2: more willing to believe the owner doesn't know because it's like- Sure. He might not be involved day to day.
1: Sure, sure.
2: Um, And maybe the thought process from like people below him is like, well, we'll, we'll insulate him from any damage by not telling
1: uh, him. Sure, but once you do find out-
2: it's how you react. And you that's my You don't
1: react the way that he did and, when he had that interview. And, the
2: way, and so the son goes around, does all the damage control. They're trying to make it like look like they're going to ter- change things. And we're going to change the culture. And we're going to do the right thing. And we're going to take accountability. And then his dad comes out at that one like town hall type bullshit thing. And like shouts down reporters and was like, we're moving on from this. And we're not talking about this anymore. Yeah. And I remember watching that video and looking at his son sitting there and being like, this guy is steaming yeah, right now. Like, what the
1: fuck are you doing? He's
2: steaming. Because I did all this work to get the PR cycle on our side. Yep.
1: And you just flushed it all down the toilet. you fucked it
2: all up yep. in, one, in like five seconds. Yep. And I remember reading after that whole thing went down, the son immediately ran to the reporters that he was shouting down. And he was like, any questions you have... We'll sit down. We'll answer them. I'm so sorry, you know. So I am somewhat willing to give the son the benefit of the doubt, and I haven't been watching the Blackhawks. I haven't watched a single second in years. Um, and I'm kind of now. I'm like, well, maybe I'll kind of watch again because it's like the guy who was like to me the the assholes were like all the management who was involved in covering it up, and then. I was also pretty annoyed with Taves because he came out and said that stupid shit like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so uh, is a really a good guy. It's like, no, he wasn't a good guy. Right. He covered up a covered sexual assault, Right, you piece of shit. Not a good guy. So Taves is gone. And Rocky died at like 61 years old or something, which was quite unexpected. So now I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah,
1: maybe will poke the head back in. Maybe I'll watch again. Yeah.
2: Because I love hockey, but it's like you just, you turn me off so much with all the stupidity.
3: Yeah
1: because it's like we
2: we know we know like look we're not stupid we know all these billionaires that own all these sports teams they're all pieces of shit you don't become a billionaire without being a piece of shit No,
1: you're exploiting workers you're you're yeah you're you're an asshole
2: the only people who really have a potential to not be a piece of shit are the ones that like inherited the money from their family but even then, they end up being pieces of yeah, shit. Yeah, they're most still the pieces. Too. You, you grew up rich. You're a piece of shit. You could be. I'm not saying you have You're to. You're
1: not play. necessarily, but odds are the odds are ever in your favor.
2: So, yes, for sure. But it's, so it's like eh, I might. I don't know. I might check it out again just because it's like, well,
1: hockey is fun, and yeah, it is. I, I haven't watched either, but
0: I don't know. The son went to Boston College, so I can't. I just can't accept that all right you got anything else nope
3: Mm-mm.
0: all right well
2: thanks for being here in your own home and on behalf of erica and ultra bob <laughs> hug me hold me tight